catering here quincy and i got my cup right here oh man is it that red solo cup you know the one that falls from the ceiling and they break on uh impact you know hey they got the smoke baby got the I, smoke. I can't say it was in it because they don't pay me enough to say it but hey maybe it's a little something, something i am your host quincy jones and to my left my incomparable partner my co-host and uh, the one that holds this shit together god damn it that is the hip-hop hybrid himself that's me Doc Lesnar. What's going on, man? Hey, you dropped the go? What happened, man? You no, I mean you got problems at home. No, nah, I mean sometimes. No, oh, okay. It's just uh, sometimes you go, sometimes you stay. I got you. Quincy Jones, stay in the building. Let's uh, Quincy, go. Quincy Jones, rest. <laughs> yeah, especially with this heat popping right now. It's, but, I uh, mean, it's it's mid October. Somebody tell the sun go go home. You're drunk. I'm saying we're like two weeks from Halloween. I mean, you know what, though? That usually is that week is when it starts raining the first time. Like, I'm not even seeing any fall-colored leaves right now, bro. Yeah, no, it's not happening. I I don't know. But, you know, know what did happen uh, over the weekend? Mm -hmm. 2020 WWE Draft, my friend. It started and kicked off Friday night SmackDown. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and also, uh, apparently, when you get a draft, that means that both shows get a, a season premiere in the middle of the season. I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, they never take a season off, but yeah, I, I get you. I yeah, get you. that's what they 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 hang their hat on that one quite a bit, don't they? Yeah. That well, there is know, no off season. There is no off season. <laughs> NFL, <laughs> yeah. NBA, yeah, yeah. MLB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, but I digress. Got the draft popping. Uh, yeah. You know, there were some people that stayed. A lot of people that stayed actually, but there were some uh, eye raisers uh, as far as. Uh, you know, some people moving shows, uh, some that were kind of uh, predictable, but others that were kind of just like a kind of a lost opportunity, in my opinion. But mm. um, again, I didn't take note on everyone that ended up staying like, you know, obviously King Corbin. Yeah, he, no, I want to. I'm curious about the moves because I actually yeah. did not get a chance to. I mean, I've seen a little clips here and there. But I, I will I'm let be- you know that it wasn't like last year. So yeah, that see, was the plus. We that, did have Stephanie McMahon and like an actual face. Okay. Coming out and announcing the picks. So it um, wasn't like the hey robot dude is dancing no, and all that. It, it, yeah. or, or or hey pan to to stock footage of people in a in a business meeting mm-hmm. acting like they're trying to find out stats on freaking predetermined fighting. Like it's hey, just I, yeah. I always wonder if they just said hey if you guys want to be part of this. Uh, just stay after work and we'll, you know I mean? or if it was like, Compensate hey, we're, you. Yeah, or yeah. We're looking for extras. Like, I always wondered about you that. You guys want to be on TV and get, uh, you'll get your SAG card today. Yep. You, you'll get craft services, but, you know, don't put us down as a reference just yet. We'll see how it goes. And you might be <laughs> able to walk out with a photo with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I'm sure it was an experience they green, sold. I mean, they, I mean, they had to have a green screen back yeah. there doing but all no, that. The most I heard, I mean, I already knew Mandy went to Raw, but that was something before, ahead of the draw. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I mean, the only thing I really heard that came out was uh, New Day got split up. So I don't you really see, know how I, I or have when. A, or I have a weird like theory that. about that because I'm like, just because they're on two different shows doesn't mean i mean because couldn't they still use the same music and still keep up the same gimmick just on two different shows i mean what is, i mean what, what what makes the 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 source of the the power of positivity if not in times like these to remain vigil 
you yeah, know? Yeah, and I will say this. and, I, and Stand and, by and, and stand back. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, but no, no, but no, but for real, like, I mean, I don't see it as a complete split. I do like the way that they, they did execute it because they had not only the return of Xavier Woods, who looked impeccable, say, no that, ring that, rust at that, all. That's man. what I was surprised because when I saw the clips circle around, and I had a hard time going – Oh, this is now. This isn't like a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he looked like, like you know what I mean? Like he didn't look like he, he had a massive workout. I want to say he didn't look better I, than he ever. Had, he had the old school Xavier Woods hair. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he looked like, you know, just vintage Xavier Woods, you know? And so just I, I was Austin like, wow. Creed. It's like he got dragged and dropped right there. But so, yeah, let me know about some of these moves that happened. Major yeah, league. so, um, I mean, one of the main things, and it was main because, uh, you know, some of these people – obviously are uh champions and stuff like that so that obviously you know a little bit of power with the w- yep. where these championships go but the united states championship stayed on raw as the hurt business as a whole yep uh got picked okay. which i thought was a good good move because they've been doing great, great on, on raw yeah. uh half the reason i watch 100 percent mm-hmm. baka will back me up what's good mm-hmm. uh seth rollins to SmackDown, but of course that you know what was a hopeful pick in my opinion Turn to just like, okay, so we're just chasing the dragon here all the way to SmackDown because then you get Dominic and Rey Mysterio who also get uh, uh, traded to SmackDown. But then they did this whole backstage segment with both of them where they're like, like it was weird because they're like, yeah, if Seth thought we were making his life a living hell on Raw, just wait till we, you know, sees what we're up to on SmackDown. They're like shaking their hands like they're not father and son. First of all, you shouldn't condone like the, this yeah, violence. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact it was like like two homies planning to jump this dude. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was just so weird. I'm like, like the fa- I'm like, all right, now you guys are obsessive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Murphy was also moved to SmackDown as well, which we were always hoping that they were. Gonna split, split them, them which is yeah. why they had the whole match between them. I did hear about that too. Was that a good match? I heard. I it, mean, a lot I, of people it, felt like it, actually, it, I'm, I'm sorry, it wasn't a match. It more so than it was a segment where they just broke down and they were fighting each other. Yeah, it was. You. It was. Okay. It, re- it was really good. Um, you know, you know, you know how I've been with Murphy. I'm like, stop looking like a sucker. Yeah, no. I, I mean, mean he, he got a lot he, of people. Forget. In the words of Jr., he got his pound of flesh. Yeah, he no, did. I was gonna say a lot of people forgot what he what he was capable of because he oh, hasn't been chasing you know like the two hundred five stuff, yeah, and the stuff with Alistair yeah. Black. Like he Which was, was a a very uh, I would say uh, looking to be uh, a big fixture that Heyman wanted to uh, put in his era of Raw. But I digress. Uh, but yeah, that I, I hear what you're saying. It does sound like they're chasing. The same, the chase of circles, basically. But it's, we'll it's, see what you happens. You know, I mean, I'm wondering. I'm like, it, are they hoping to? Because I don't look. I'm not. I don't. There's obviously some crossover, but I don't know. The same people that are watching Raw are the same households that are tuning into Fox every Friday for SmackDown. Yeah. And it could be that they're not. So it's something new for them, possibly. But I, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I just figured. I'm like, man, we spent enough time on this. Let's let's get Dominic somewhere different or doing maybe, something different. You maybe know? it was a Fox move. Maybe they really wanted to. Get raised, I mean, we'll, family. We'll just wait for uh, Roman Reigns to cut him in half with a yeah, with a yeah. spear, and then. <laughs> but uh, we we got AJ Styles to Raw, mm-hmm. uh, which was I thought was a good move. Uh, Naomi was also sent to Raw, which I was like, okay, possible hurt business mm. recruitment, possibly. I think that that'd could, be kind of that, cool. That would be kind of cool. Um, well, I think Bianca. Uh, well, well, I, I was gonna say, that. and of course they couldn't keep both the homegirls on the same show because oh. Bianca Belair got traded to SmackDown. Of course. Um, but also, that's so a did shame, uh, man. That's such a shame. The, the Raw Women's Division can use an injection, but yeah, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of women there, but they're you know you should think about what the the women that they are paying attention to, which was like the whole storyline with Natalia and yeah. Lana and all that. And then you got the Riot Squad, and which Nyla, which I've been enjoying. Yeah, but Nyla, it's like it's Nyla, it's, Nyla, it's been sort it. of the same 
feuds round and round, you know? Yeah. Um, Lars Sullivan got moved to SmackDown, even I did. though... I did hear he returned. Yeah, it was really weird. He returned, but, you know, but as soon as he returned and he caused wreck on, you know, on SmackDown, they yeah. were like... You know, they came back from from commercials saying that you know it's worth noting that he's actually in the Raw pool of, of for the draft, and then he shows up on Raw and then he gets drafted to SmackDown. I was like, okay, like that that yeah. was just uh, whatever. But that was the other thing I heard was about how he can't keep his ass out of trouble. He can't keep his ass out of trouble, man. man. Like we, we, we won't, we won't, um, uh, uh, yeah, we won't go through with uh, you know go over. It, but I just heard he's got immense heat right now because like, I feel like the only they said the only person that likes him is a person that. Holds his feature in his hand. I'm like, that's Vince. It's gotta be. And it's only because he's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like he, he probably, he's like, it's, it's, it's literally like that locker room talk, stupid ass, like you know, cop out. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's gotta be you. because you had the tweets about Stephanie way before. Uh, come on, you know. And which, he's like, which, which, let's be honest, in a weird, I think perverted so. yeah, way, dude, Vince is gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to pitch this a couple dude, of years same, ago. Same way as Hogan and Brooke Hogan, bro. It, exa- like, exactly. And then you got this whole thing where the, you know, paid. That's, that's why you hated Randy. Whatever. I mean, but what's crazy is Seth has done something similar, and he hasn't been out of like that tough. But I digress. Just yeah, Lars, man, you yeah. gotta find another way to you, be productive you, with your you, time. You, bro. you need a different outlet, bro. Uh, Miz and Morrison to Raw as well. Um, mm-hmm. With also noting that Tucker uh, went to Raw, so that splits up Heavy Machinery, leaving Otis on SmackDown. That's weird. So you got Otis's girl, yeah, with Tucker, yeah, on the same show. I thought Miz and Mike were actually splitting because I saw how Mike got out of Dodge when Sullivan came. Uh, in. He, he paid. He did, he did the same thing last time oh, okay. <laughs> on Raw. Yeah, they they kind of did it to each Ran other. Ran back. Got you. Okay. But, but I mean, but those guys are so good with each other. Like I, I've been enjoying the stuff they've been doing. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit too. You know, you know they run into that nostalgic bug a little bit too much. Yeah, they've been nailing it. It's been pretty good. Um, Braun Strowman, of course, we all kind of all knew him going to Raw because they've been teasing him and Keith Lee last week. Oh, okay. Um, Street Profits, uh, they were the Raw Tag Team Champions. I heard about this, yeah. Um, they got drafted to SmackDown as, you know, the SmackDown Champions New Day got drafted to Raw. So they had this whole thing where they, like, just traded titles. Yeah, I saw that. It so was so I weird. I didn't even know New Day were the tag team Yeah, they, they came back and, like, so Xavier came back. They had a tag team championship match against uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro. They won them. Wow. And then they get split up. Yeah. So basically, they said, "Hey, um, we love you guys, and this experiment actually worked out a little better than we thought." But hey, Xavier's back. We got we got to give it to the real tag team. Sorry, sorry, Swiss Superman. We say, we, we ain't running. Hey, hey, spaghetti arms. Even though even though they were they've been doing great. They've been yeah. Uh, that's why it was kind of weird for me. Yeah. That, um, Matt Riddle mm-hmm. is on Raw. Heard about that. Um. Alexa Bliss on Raw. And just let me say, we're not going to talk about that No, we're not. We not. But, you know, good thing. Riddle going to do good things on Raw. It's the biggest can of worms that will stop. It just, it just won't stay fucking yeah, close. Close, yeah. Uh, man, so Matt Riddle, Alexa Bliss to Raw, Jeff Hardy to Raw, mm-hmm. Sheamus to Raw, mm-hmm. Lacey Evans also to Raw. Elias came back, and he attacked Jeff Hardy. I saw that with and the guitar. He, he's drafted. he was face when he left, right? Well, see, the thing is, uh, they had that whole thing where Sheamus, which is why I think it's stupid, Sheamus was trying to frame Jeff Hardy like he got drunk behind the wheel of a oh, car. Oh, that's Remember, right. Remember, he, he took out Elias. Okay, gotcha. So he's like, he came back saying, yeah, he took me out. He almost killed me. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, come on, bro. You know it wasn't him. That's crazy, man. Because I was gonna say, I thought the last time I saw him before that was when he got thrown over the building. Oh, very <laughs> true. The money in the bank. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, he came back. Okay, cool. Um, but I forgot about that. That seg. Yeah, Lacey, okay. uh, I think I said Lacey yeah. Evans to mm-hmm. Raw. 
Nikki Cross also to Raw. Okay. Um, they and really then, did a flip flop. Uh, Sami Zayn uh, with the IC champion uh, championship stays on SmackDown. Oh, okay. So that's good because he's away from both Jeff Hardy and AJ for now. But yeah. they they did have a really good program going. Mm-hmm. Um, this was weird to me because he just came back. Ziggler and Rude are back to SmackDown. Yeah. Which I thought they'd do great. As a, I mean, we need another, you know, heel tag team too. Yeah, he kind of pissed me off. I saw somebody ask him about the uh, recent rumblings that James Storm was looking to debut. I haven't talked to him in, in a while. Yeah, I was just like, really? Like, <laughs> I'm, like, and yeah, I'm just so. kind of happy doing what I wanted. I haven't talked to him in years. Is actually, but but you know what? I can like, un- really? I can understand because he he took this. He's the one who decided to sign with WWE. He decided not to, and then you know, but even though he went back to do the beer money stuff. That they were running back on Impact at the time. Yeah. And then Rude eventually comes to Raw to WWE, does well in NXT, does sort of well with the, the United States Championship, mm-hmm. but never, you know, he got hit with what the, uh, I think he had a drug, a positive drug, yeah, it drug was test or something. Something, something of that nature, yeah. yeah. I'm not, so he had one strike and then he disappeared and then he was, he just kind of been like this side bit piece between, you know, with the whole Mandy yeah. and Sonya thing. And by the way, they, uh, they squashed their beef. Did you see that? No. Kayfabe killing. So Sonia Deville is on a boat, and they're both in green bikinis. Uh huh. And you know, look at hot though. Look at hot. And to Sonia Deville, she says, "Nothing can stop us. We all the way up." And Mandy apologized, so we good. Hashtag we back bitches. Hashtag besties. Hashtag resolved. And I'm like, but you win a tag team with Dana with Brooke Dana right Brooke. now, and it seems like it's catching a little bit of. I'm uh, digging it. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar, the, my sexy muscle, yeah. my, <laughs> my yeah. sexy muscle friends. But but it, which is hilarious. I, I, yeah. you know what I mean. But to me, I feel like yeah, it's a good fit. You got uh, very strong physically. You know what I mean. Strong women who look you know stellar. Like they, they're kind of in the same neighborhood, so it makes sense why they would tag. But that is interesting. The whole Sonya Deville thing. So maybe that will. Maybe that's what's gonna bring Mandy back to being a heel, because maybe oh Sonya maybe comes maybe in. turn on Dana. Yeah, she's like jealous see, of their new friendship, and then maybe Tucker's because they, they look well. Get your girl, man. They look or, really well together. Yeah, they look I, they, they look really. I mean, as far as you know, they got the platinum blonde thing going. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are both they they do both do uh you know fitness and lift weights and stuff like that. Um, obviously Dana like a what ex power lifter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. I, I I dig it, you know, and I I think that's just because we've been talking about different things we can get Dana Brooke to do. You know, obviously we've tried to get her over in, in past episodes, but she definitely has potential. So I think this could help her, man. I mean, yeah. she she obviously is looking for a spot. Her character's not really too known. She's just always this plucky, like you know, over uh, or, or I guess uh, thought over. You know what I mean? Yeah, Person, over hopeful. You know, just um, trying to get an opportunity, but never really is the first one to be thought of in that opportunity yeah. when it's presented. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, you know, you I always want like they did her dirty with that money in the bank spot too, where she oh, thought yeah. they made, it felt like it made her look dumb, you know, but I digress. Yeah. 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 You, you get paid to do what you're yeah. supposed to do. Anybody but, yeah. else notable? Uh, yeah, definitely. Kevin Owens is SmackDown, So that's the end of him and the fiend. Yeah. Um, the fiend to raw, mm-hmm. um, Keith Lee also stayed on raw. So obviously him and Braun again, they're going to run that back. Yeah. Um, Apollo Cruz is SmackDown. Huh. Um, Garza is back from injury. I don't really, I don't believe he got drafted. Um, but the one thing that was interesting to me, Daba Kato was drafted Raw, but they were like, oh, from Raw Underground. I'm like, hold up, dude. So no NXT, yeah. but you guys are treating Raw Underground like a separate brand? Because well, because they also uh, well, they also uh, drafted Arturo Rua. Well, what I heard was that Raw Underground is not going to continue. I, yeah, I heard that, too, so which is why I, I put two and two together and figured that's what yeah. why they're like, 
trying to take the best of the talent from there that, that they showcase. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because Riddick Moss well. also got drafted oh, okay. uh, from, I think, on Raw as well. Maybe SmackDown. I can't remember. But uh, uh, Humberto Carrillo remains on Raw. Murphy, I already told you, is on SmackDown. Drew Gulak's on Raw. Uh, and then, yeah, I told you about Tucker. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the last one was obviously Retribution. Uh, they stay on Raw, but it's worth noting. It appears that Mercedes is no longer part of the group. T- I was going to talk to you about this. So she is still a call up, but yeah, she. It sounds like they're going to just have her make a separate debut that has nothing to do with Retribution. Um, yeah, like uh, I, what really? I read was that she hasn't been tweeting in the same way at all whatsoever as the other members have so i guess that's been notable but uh what do you got yeah i was gonna say it's a little bit different but it's uh, it, some of the same a little bit it says uh, uh mercedes martinez reportedly has been removed from retribution she has been assigned she was assigned the name retaliation in the group mm-hmm. but now pw insider reports that she is no longer a member and is being moved back to the nxt roster from the raw roster oh okay. uh, we had reported earlier this week that there was a speculation she had been removed from the group uh there was several you know because mustafa ali obviously yeah. who was re- uh, revealed as the 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 ringleader he's been uh tagging everyone but her yeah, so, and I uh, noticed that as well. And it says there's no um no word yet on why Martinez is being moved to SmackDown. It should be noted as of, of this writing, there's no brand logo assigned to her name. So you said the SmackDown? Uh, no, 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 oh, okay. the, the, no. It said back to NXT, but it okay. said but it should be noted as of right now. There's no brand logo assigned to her name on the roster. So gotcha. it could be that she's just put on NXT because that's the last known brand she was exclusive yeah. on because she technically wasn't recognized on Raw. Yeah, as Mercedes Art- uh, Martinez. So you could be right. It could be. Just having her listed as NXT still, and then just waiting to premiere in a different way. NXT probably. I mean, I would have changed my tune probably three weeks ago. I don't think they absolutely need her at this point. I mean, um, especially with Ember coming back, Tony's back. Um, I just, to me, I feel like the the women's roster, especially you get Shayna in there going against Mercedes Martinez, that could be some good business. I mean, I believe so. I believe they. If not her, I think it was her and another person. They also used to be part of a crew together too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean the way, yeah, Wrestle Talk the way it was. I I listened to it. They made it sound like she was gonna get put on ice for a, like she's a special project. So, uh, maybe she's going back to NXT. Well, I well, mean, like I said, I think maybe she's just listed mm-hmm. because that's just the last brand Mercedes yeah, was Martinez say, was like it. seen on. So yeah, not as retaliate, you know, whatever. But also worth noting, uh, I saw a tweet that Mustafa Ali pointed out. Where it said uh, you you all ask why, and it was all pictures of I guess all you know five of the members being scorned. Mm-hmm. Ali, where he's reaching for the money in the bank, and Brock Lesnar comes out and steals his moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane Thorne, where he was originally you know him and Brandon Vink were being recruited by MVP and then dropped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, Dijakovic, who pretty much took the bullet for Keith Lee defending his friend mm-hmm. against Cross. Uh, Dio Madden obviously got F five by by <laughs> Lesnar, so him and a uh, uh, Mustafa have a little bit of a you know a, a shared beef there, and then uh, Mia is just you know I believe I can't remember. The, I mean, there's always a, a she, plenty of times she's been attacked in the back, but it was like she got attacked in the back. Yeah, you know, so it just it was pretty interesting to see like yeah okay they all had a, a moment where they felt like they were screwed by the system. You know what I mean? Uh, I, well, yeah, yeah, it I, was I guess, loose. I almost yeah, feel like even the tail end of when Dijakovic was inserted into the Kevin uh, or not the Kevin the, the Keith, Keith Lee, Lee stuff. With Carrion, I felt like Retribution just started at that time, too, which is kind of weird to say that because I feel like the timeline is way too close. But I, I'll do, I'll dig deep and let you guys know next episode <laughs> for sure. But I was just going to say, too, with the Mercedes thing, I wonder if the plan is, and not to skip too far ahead, but we did see Raquel challenge Rhea to a match at Halloween Havoc this week, and I wonder if maybe Mercedes will pop up in that. 
Who knows? But if she's back in NXT. Maybe she'll pop out the ball pit. <laughs> hey, there you go. Um, uh, the only other thing I had regarding the draft that was interesting is there was actually two superstars that were playing the same game here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, they did say in the rules that those who go undrafted on the shows yeah, free remain agents, free agents right? and yeah. they could sign with whichever, you know, show of their liking. Mm-hmm. Andrade went undrafted. Mm. Which is insane because I guess Vince is he doesn't see it. Paul Heyman was his biggest uh, supporter while yep. he was there because yep. he was a fan of his work from Mexico and Japan. Mm-hmm. And with him not there, it's Vince. And it's crazy to see that to think that Vince sees it in Garza more than he sees it in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I and, and I'm not taking anything away from Garza, but he's still young and and he but he's still on the come up for sure. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this the other day. His his English is I think is a little farther along, but it's definitely not the best and i think that's just really what it is like maybe garza is just a little farther along to vince than uh andrade is i mean possibly i mean uh but it is worth knowing because he did he didn't go you know uh he went undrafted he had the the world talking with the he posted something that said thank you Mm. and it was then it was deleted but and then but so people were like wait does that mean he's done like is he like a free agent for real for real you know everybody was talking all this stupid shit yeah um but then other people were thinking maybe it was a thank you to, to zelina because I think they're, you know, she they were going their separate ways, and he was just thanking her like one last time. Mm. But then he posts this picture of him and Zelina as him as NXT champion. Hmm. So people were like, maybe he's going to NXT. You know oh. what I mean? Um, but the the other person I was talking about that had a similar situation like that was also Chad Gable. He hmm. changed his name on Twitter to Chad Gable, and his background header on Twitter was uh, a match with him. I could tell it was a tag match with, you know, back at American Alpha, but he was doing like a hanging arm bar to somebody. Mm, but it was an yeah. NXT, uh, NXT ring. Damn, and, can you imagine he comes back to throw, <sighs> throwing the solo tip? But I mean, unfortunately, he ended up getting drafted back to SmackDown, and it's, it's still referred to as Shorty G. Yeah, that, yeah, it was like a short-lived hope, but then like, yeah, th- this, me, this came in, in through the cracks too. So, I don't know, and, it's, and it says, uh, you know, PW Insider says sending the 30-year-old Mexican superstar to NXT is something that was discussed in the last week, but they also say the last thing they heard was that WWE was uh, planning on keeping Andrade and fellow free agent Mickey James on Raw. So, hmm. who knows? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's one. Of, it's it's a. I wouldn't mind seeing him in NXT because he would definitely just go back to what he needs to do. That's another injection in in the yeah. arm for the for the division because I mean. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, again, not to jump too far ahead, but it seems like Finn's injury was more serious uh, than originally thought. And to the point they got to monitor his progress to figure out if that belt's going to be back in limbo or just remain on his shoulder. I, I feel like basically. they're just buying him time because they don't want him to lose. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they just had the same thing happen with Cross. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, exactly. That's, you know, that was so, my point is, yeah. is with that happening, and I'm sure Cross is close to returning maybe, but. I mean, Andrade would really help beef up that that, Dude, uh, that division. It'd be nice if he came back at Halloween Havoc. That'd be. <laughs> it'd Across, be that'd I mean, be, just 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 insane. just because of the aesthetic, it, it would it would yeah. look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the only the only other things I have here, you know, it's uh, well, I guess it's a big deal. Um, John Cena's off the market. Do you hear about this? Um, I yeah, I, I mean, read about it, but I, a, I'll be honest, I really don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know what the girl looks like. I just saw it said John Cena secretly she, married. She, so that's she looks fine. like she could be a uh, Marissa Tomei's like, like a uh, younger sister. That's which cool. hey, I still mess with Marissa Good for Tomei, you, bro. Um, yeah, you know, 
<laughs> I guess. Like, but, I don't know. But I mean, I, I put. I mean, you know, it, it it was just you know worth saying. I guess to put it out there. I mean, you, we don't really see enough, you know a lot of this guy anymore. So it, it seems like he's transitioning into you know his life. I guess which is, that's which is a good. lot less five knuckle shuffles for you, huh? Well, <laughs> I mean, I I feel bad for the girl to invite all those people there to a private ceremony and no one shows up. I mean, whatever. Yeah, they they, um, they thought that Cena had cold feet. Yeah, because they couldn't see him. Marrying the Invisible Man and <laughs> looking crazy uh, like Dennis Rodden. Um, uh, the only other thing I have here that's WWE related, uh, I, I want to get your opinion on this because I kind of feel he has a point. But AJ Styles may get in trouble, and I don't think he cares anymore. He uh, had uh, recently uh, one of his Twitch streams, and he was uh, asked about his opinion on WrestleMania, and uh, he explained that uh, he believes it's not as big a big a deal anymore. Um, he says, I wish we would not do so many matches on WrestleMania. It used to be if you were on WrestleMania, you accomplished something. Now, everybody's on it, so it's not as big of a deal. Hey, we're going to give you everybody you wanted to see, so by the time you see this match, you may be burned out or ready to go home. Your kids may be falling asleep. It's a tough day because when it starts, you're out in the sun, you're watching it, and that sun will drain you quick. In my opinion, I think less is more. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because historically, I'd say, what, maybe eight, seven to eight matches on the card? I was, Back in the classic ones? I yeah, mean, I, I was going to say, if if you really need... Uh, to me, it shouldn't be... You should stay between the 8 and 10. And, like, 10 should be if, like, you got an influx of, like, Hall of Famers to do a gimmick Because even match. 10's pushing it low-key. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? But because I feel like... But special, to, like, special occasions or... or, or, or yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're and, saying. And not yeah. 10 every year, but maybe keep it at 8. And if you guys are able to, yeah, lock down a special attraction type situation... Then that's where you go, maybe to nine or ten. I think you know. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's a segment or you know, like like you know, say Stone Cold and Mick Foley and Shawn yeah. Michaels coming out that one year. Because you know? you're talking about every belt on the line, and then you got the 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 Battle Royal, and you know, and then the Grudge match. So you're looking at like at least twelve matches, at least. Yeah. You know, and then some of them just because. Yeah. Again, and it's funny. He has a point because. A lot of these battle royals were pretty much created just to put someone in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, they can't complain because you, you you probably negotiated these WrestleMania promises to so many people on their yeah, roster. Yeah, And that's how you, you pretty much pay it off right there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, business is booming, I guess, for the yeah. corruptness of the WWE. For the hurt business. But, uh, you know, speaking of WWE, and this is crossing over actually to other uh, promotions. This is the last bit of news I got here. Uh, you know, we actually uh, were introduced to Ben Carter, um, who uh, he was on – uh, AEW Dynamite was it against uh, was it MJF he was against or no no it was I'm sorry oh, Scorpio yeah, Sky yeah you talking about the dude that was like Paul London's like future son like it was like Paul London and, and, and Jack Evans if Jack Evans had a little brother yeah uh, yeah Ben Carter right now is actually being pursued by more than one company um, right now as of last week he was considered by Impact AEW and NXT UK uh, in, in an update NXT UK has made a quote unquote major play to sign him to their brand uh, Carter told Fightful that his UK residence affects his working relationship with Ring of Honor um, and getting paid and uh, working for NXT UK would remove all his current obstacles. It wouldn't uh, require him to have to work far from his home. So uh, as of right now, there has not been agreement reached by both sides, but it's that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's tough because, like, what if he signs and then, like, two months later, like, the, the travel ban is lifted and then it's just like, damn. You know, like I mean, I, he, he'd still be in NXT UK, but they could they, if they if well, it's lifted, then they can. Oh, you're yeah, talking well, about. I, I mean, in terms of a missed opportunity with like AEW, ROH, like, you know, he's saying travel is a big, you know, obstacle right now. But what if like a week or two after he signs a WWE and that's the major reason he made that decision? It's like, oh, yeah, you can fly now. And then it's like, damn, I should have just stayed patient. But I don't know. I mean, I think I'd be I, I would heed that 
interest a bit from WWE because, again, it wasn't too long ago where they were just snatching up everybody in the UK scene just because they could. You know, so. I mean, I, I, to be fair, they are quite in the uh, rebuilding process right now, you know, based on some of the talent they were forced to kind of clear out due to all the, you know, shenanigans that was going on in the UK and stuff like that. So I don't blame them for trying to reach it, but it's like you guys already got Mark Andrews low key. So, I mean, Very I don't true. think you really need. Uh, I mean, Ben Carter, yeah, he's great, but I think he would do better against these. Uh, like, like a, I want to see him versus Jungle Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be really good. I think if Impact were able to uh, get him, I, I think that that probably be best for his style. He reminds me a lot. Like, he seems like he was plucked from the prime of uh, X Division a little bit. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I would agree. With his energy and presentation. But, yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, either way, as long as he's got some suitors on the line waiting to uh, hook hook and reel him in, I mean, that's that's good for him. So, But, but uh, no, absolutely. Because, I mean, he, he did uh, he did really great. Had a great showing against Scorpio. So, if it's going to yield him some uh, some offers, yeah. And that's the th- and to think that was on a uh, a dark. I yeah, mean, it was it on was, TV, yeah, it was but a, still, like, that, that's, that's pretty admirable. But, yeah. I mean, which I mean, it's almost uh, you know, similar to the Eddie Kingston story where he he did the promo on Cody, yeah, had the match, and then he was getting offers from WWE. And it's yeah. like, so you guys are watching, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, and, and that goes right back to the, or are you just signing as a chess chess move? But who knows, man? That that seems to be more the latter. But um, you know, what? we're gonna take a quick break, and then uh, we're gonna get into the the Wednesday Night Wars as we always do, as per usual. Yeah. Uh, first, gonna hear. Little message from uh, Storyline Tees. Make sure you go to storylinetees.com right now. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you all about it. Go. What's going on, you guys? Quincy Jones going from the Quincy Jones Show. And you know what I'm about to tell you, man. You need to go to storylinetees.com, bro. Just dropped a brand new site this past Monday. I even went and copped something myself. Not to mention the pre-sales are officially live. I'm talking the Nation of Domination. We got the Prince Devitt shirt. We got the Boyhood Dream shirt. Not to mention the new re-up on the Loose Cannon shirt. I had to cop myself one, man. I had to get that XL. You know, we live in large out here during quarantine. What's good? Holla at me. Storyline Tees, man. Follow them right now. Storyline Tees underscore LLC. Follow them on social media, and don't forget, hit up the website, grab yourself some gear right now. Storyline Tees, there's a brand new era in the merch game. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yo, we back. Where you at, Quincy? You hiding? Oh, I know, man. I know. I'll this sauce. Sauce? No. Oh, sauce. 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 The sauce awards. Okay. Oh, the sauce awards. No, we back, though. And uh, like we told you guys right before the commercial break, besides go ahead and check out that storyline tease, please do. Uh, We got the newest in this week's Wednesday Night Wars. Am I right? I mean, you know, it's another day, another dollar, another battle. Another week. Um, You know, we're going to start with, uh, I think, the most... I don't want to say prominent between the two, but obviously it was an anniversary show. Yep. One year in the making. Mm-hmm. First of all, congratulations to All Elite Wrestling. I mean, obviously I was there at the first mm-hmm. episode. Very first. Energy yeah. was, I, it's crazy because I actually went back to my old notes. I still have the notes from the dark matches. Uh, Darby Allen would, went against Chima. That's uh, so crazy because I remember when you told me you were going. 
after you went to what was it all in or all out which Both. is the, or no you know what this was after yeah that's right you went to all out after we did double or nothing but when you were going to the october or the uh the, you know the 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 very first oh no, yeah the, the debut, i remember yeah. like even telling mark i was like this dude is crazy this dude is flying like yeah i don't know man. And, and i and i in my head i i thought I guess, you know, but it, I didn't think about it till that night. You were there to witness history. That's so. literally what it was, man. It was, uh, granted, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get my usual <laughs> seats that I would like, but it was great to be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was actually watching it back the other night. They had actually ha- uh, had the first episode available on YouTube, and uh, I forgot that Jericho beat the crap out of Cody. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. And that's then right. I think that was the same night that uh, Hager came in, too, as well. So Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy to see, you know, obviously again, you know, there's ups, there's downs. We've, we've heard us talk about it. We've criticized him and we have also, you know, gave him flowers and a lot of things as well. Yeah. But one year down is the anniversary show. Doc, take us away, man. Yeah, I think we keep it pretty honest to your point, but yeah, man, we kicked this off championship match. They said all the titles will be on the line this week. We got FTR, the best damn tag team in the world defending against the uh, best friends. And you know, it got going in a hurry. We saw a lot of vintage tandem offense with yes. the, like the snake eyes back suplex combo. They do. Um, you that know, is we, one of my we, favorites. It is. Lie. Yeah. You know, I, uh, they, they hit a double decapitator. Yeah. I don't really see people do that. Um, you know, and I also like to at one point, uh, Siobhan, he comments on how Cash reminds him of Arn Anderson now yeah. because of the burly beard, but the way he carries his title belt with pride instead of around his waist to the ring. I thought that was pretty cool to, to uh, definitely uh, highlight. But, yeah, I mean, at one point, Chuck does, you know, he gets a hot tag, plethora of running clotheslines, Tope Conhilo, you know I mean? He does the whole whole deal. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty competitive. I mean, he got a Falcon Arrow. You saw the running knee smash. Done the deal. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I, I will give him credit. They were matching. Yeah. They were matching this year. Yeah. Or and, did this match. So that, that was, that was. I mean, because, you know, they get so close. We're like, well, why didn't he just. Yeah. All right, man. Definitely. And, you know, I, fucking one thing us, I you thought was crazy us. was that Avalanche back suplex by, oh, dude. Uh, by Dax yeah. and to Trent early on. Do, do, you, do you think that was a, that was shoot? I, Maybe honestly, he was just a little bit knocked around. I think that uh, Dax is just that good. I just think he sold I, it. I, I, and, I was, and that was the thing. It's because the commentary made such a big deal to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You, sometimes you just never know. Sometimes you don't know if they're buying time. You don't know if you know what the deal is. Sometimes they don't know what's going on. They're talking over each other. Mm-hmm. Where like, because that, that's I think that's my only thing about it. it's just their commentary is still like it's a little spotty. I, I think it maybe maybe I was just spoiled on the days of Joey Styles calling fucking moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think just calling what's going on actively in the match as opposed to and, and emoting can, at the right uh, time absolutely and, right, right and, and you know they have their moments but a lot of times they'll bring up stuff that's not related uh, or something that's supposed to happen later that night and it, it's again not related yeah, they, they kind of do that a couple times this, yeah this tonight or yeah. not tonight but that, that and night. i and I, I knew it, it's a stacked night i get it you know yeah. what i mean but they had, they had to shoehorn a lot but yeah yeah true very but true I, but I, yeah i digress I, and they, then we get a similar spot that we saw ftr uh actually defeat i believe it was uh scu with uh, about a week or two ago, yeah. You know, he goes for the uh, the suplex. Chuck does uh, into the, holds the foot, yeah. yeah, from the apron into the ring. Tully sweeps the foot again. There is no pin this time, but just shows that hey, I could be a factor at any point in this match. Um, I really loved. Uh, did you see that? I call it an assistant pop up power bomb. By yeah, okay. FTR. That I was I thought they were going for like the shadow or the I forgot what they called the the Good Night Express. Yeah, 
And then you know, he he was just gonna jump over him and do a drop kick, but I'm like, oh, he got power bomb, and I was like, was that a counter to a counter, yeah. or was that just like a, a a double team, like you said, pop up power bomb? Either way, impressive impressive spot for sure. Definitely, we do get another attempted back suplex or avalanche style, but uh, Trent's able to get the wherewithal, floats over, turns to a cross body. Thought that was important, uh, but yeah, you get a DD. Uh, I think Jim Ross called it a DDT fest because there was DDTs all over the place. But as we move along, we see a brain buster on the floor. To Chuck from Cash that I thought was like, okay, that's turning the tide. Um, and you mentioned it earlier. We do get a Goodnight Express. It is countered by Trent. Uh, he hits a DDT and tags in uh, Chuck. But basically, Chuck goes for the awful waffle. Um, but Dax basically <laughs> yeah, calls blocks it. Yeah, and then Chuck kind of goes for what I would say the O'Connor roll. But when he you know shoots forward, uh, he gets basically hit in the head with a tag title by Cash waiting on the apron. This was a real tricky spot because you had um, Knox yeah. behind them, like aj- like literally adjacent to them, then realizing I'm in the line of fire once the O'Connor roll starts to get Yeah, initiated. so he, he gets out so of he dodge. Ducks, yeah. yeah, out of, I guess, in- instinct, but totally misses, you know, the, uh, the basically the – the, the hand in the cookie jar, but, you know, they, they get blasted. One, two, three, FTR. They do go ahead and uh, retain that. But um, I wasn't mad at it, man. I mean, uh, I, I'd be remiss. I kind of I I wanted a, definitive, a more definitive win from besides that. but Well, you got to remember uh, – well, yeah, you're right. Because I thought Trent should have been the one to eat the pin because I forgot to bring this up. They fight out to the to I was going to bring that row, up too, yeah. And Trent goes for a spear – Cash moves out the way, and he goes right into the back paneling of the uh, arcade cabinet, as they kept calling it. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was enough to, uh, to uh, basically which, take Which, of course, that, home, that so. the, the, the arcade that belongs to Miro. And, you know, and they, 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 Sabian, they, yeah. they opened up showing Kip and Penelope actually playing it right before the match, too. Yep. So, yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, this prompted uh, a little bit of post-match. Yeah, because once he was mad and he's holding the joystick, Kip just yells at Penelope, go get him. You know, so you know Miro's coming, and – he shows up at the end of that match, takes out the best friends with a fury, you know, and um, kind of, I guess, in a sense, starts a program with them. I mean, they're up next, Kip and, uh, and, and Miro. You broke my shit. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that. I, we'll go right to it. They squash Lee Johnson, who is out of a job since Big the campaign shot over. You know, <laughs> as they kept calling exactly. Him. And and then uh, of course uh, Sean Maluda. Yeah, shots they, to him. No lie, they look like a pretty good team, though. They did, you know, and uh, the way that ended was across diving cross body by Kip. You know, you get the game over slash accolade by uh, Miro. Kip grabs the mic, basically says, you guys have ruined the most important possession of my life. And then Miro yanks the mic, just like you said. Good friends, you broke my shit. Game over. And, and it was funny because I was like, I think he called him good friends because he's like, I'm the best man. So you guys aren't the yeah, best friends. Yeah, you're not friends. the best friends. Yeah. We're the best friends. I'm the best. God damn it. Definitely. <laughs> like, but yeah, uh, I, I didn't have a problem with that. It's just, I mean, you know, the, the way that everyone just pretty much said it online, like, so they're starting a feud because they broke their arcade game? And that's like, because arcade is more important than wrestling? I mean, let's be <laughs> honest, man. Feuds, maybe even more There's you know, been yeah, there's notable been weirder, feuds have started on a weirder feud. circumstances. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. on fewer, fewer things, circumstances. So um, as we move on, you see Lance Archer brawling with John Moxley backstage. Nothing yeah. really big to... To report, it's just you kind of could tell that this is going to lead to a, a adding of a stipulation. I mean, he beats, he, he punched the shit out that fat dude. Yeah, that yeah, he there. did. He definitely did. He hit him harder than he hit Mox. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, that dude. He, I, I know he's a wrestler though. I he he was. Uh, By the way, speaking of wrestlers, 
That guy Puff is a wrestler, not yeah, yeah. A, I, I didn't realize. I, I, I that. thought isn't that who he hit? I thought that's who he hit. I thought oh, that was maybe that, guy. that was who it because is. the way okay. hey, the way he bumped, he bumped great. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought he was just some Twitch guy that showed up for that segment where he, who's my best man and it's Miro's debut. You know, I digress. Uh, but yeah, that'll continue later on this beatdown business. We do get a. Uh, Kind of more info on this tournament that's been announced. It has a title as well as its final two competitors. Uh, it's called the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Don't know how I feel about that eliminator word. That um, eliminator. Yeah. Saturn's yeah. like, hey, Moppy. <laughs> I need to get a check. I need something here. Man. Uh, but no, we uh, Penta L Dark Zero, and uh, or maybe it's Penta L Zero. I can't remember which way it is. But and Joey Janela are the last two contestants in this eight man tournament. Again, it's single elimination. Who you beat, um, Joey? I'm sorry. I, I I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry. Nobody. No one like. <sighs> nobody. But this is the uh, Scorpio we, Sky undefeated on Dark. But we can't throw him a bone. Yeah, seriously. can't do that. But we do get a look at can't build what, up him and Sean Spears in this. They could have easily been the yeah, last two. Definitely. I God mean, th- that's how I would have booked it on my universe. But you know, this is why I don't get the pen. But uh, we do get the opening <laughs> brackets for this tournament, which is set to kick off next week. And I just to like really nail this down. When it was first announced, they did say the winner would go to the final, or or the, the I'm sorry, the finalist would face Moxley at Full Gear. Now it seems like the finals will commence at Full Gear November 7th. Um, but, yeah, we got first round Penta versus Phoenix, brother versus brother. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. We've seen it before. I'm sure it'll be uh, a treat the second time around. Wait, they got Phoenix and, and Penta against each other? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense then the way that they were rolling together later in the exactly. night. But what, all right, whatever. Yeah. Cabana versus Hangman Page and Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Unless they're going to break up. Because remember, they, they've been teasing that where, hey, hey, that's my best friend. Yep. That, you're his brother. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be <laughs> like, mad at it. And he's got a name change, too. So that might be significant or something. But yeah. uh, something that does grab my attention and was very significant was whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He uh, made his big announcement, and uh, we'll get to it. Uh, I mean, but he basically asked to join the uh, inner circle. He comes out. He, face uh, to face? Yeah. He, he, he talks Toe about to how, mother effing toe. Yep. <laughs> he talks about how much he's accomplished uh, more in a year on national TV than anyone else. Uh, goes down, you know, gives Jericho a proper introduction, invites him out. He's flanked by inner circle. The fans are singing Judas. MJF says they're off key. Points out how Sammy G does get that jacket after all, even though it's like Sammy played this so a, a, well. Yeah, even though it's like a triple X. <laughs> it's played like, it so well. So well. Uh, he MJF does compliment Jericho's fit body and great head of hair, and then asks to touch it, which Jericho does oblige. But he finally says, "All right, man, cut the shit. Let's get to this which announcement." Which I, I love. You know? <laughs> Definitely, you know. And uh, MJF says basically they are the biggest minute to minute draws. Uh, like you said, looking eye to eye, nose to nose, and toes to mother effing toes. <laughs> it was just like, okay, he's 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 going on. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he recognizes Jericho as the demi uh, the demo guy. Uh, I yeah. say, then calls himself the ratings ruler to much crickets from the fans. I, I mean, uh, Jericho said crickets yeah, to his face. Definitely fell, and, fell flat. But I did like the verb. He says, "Hey, I know we've been at the top of our game since AEW started. We're both piranhas." And you never see piranhas eat each other, which is not true. But, I, I, you know, I get what he's saying. Use it as an example about how they're both predators just swimming around prey. But, unfortunately, the prey is adapting. And that's adds they have to adapt now to stay on top. And what if they were to do it together? 
And uh, he tries offering an alliance of yeah, sorts, yeah, right? See, yeah, and he does try to ask Jericho, and it doesn't quite come out. Of course, it's, uh, you know, I, I want to join the inner circle, but instead he asks, <laughs> "Get uh, it together, Max!" <laughs> yeah, he's blowing it, and he needs to swallow his pride. You oh, know, man, yeah. uh, I love. He tries again. He says, "Can he join the inner spiritual child in his body to get his smile back?" Then calls himself dumb, and it just come out I'm with saying, it. Finally, he says, "I, Max Friedman." Which sort of, kind of, hypothetically, theoretically, possibly, plausibly, might want to join the inner circle. Yes. Love this part. Ortiz steps up, grabs the mic. Yeah, that was says, actually hey, a man. different look Definitely. for Ortiz. Especially for Ortiz, who's usually, I don't, he's the kooky one, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, you know? which gives him the kind of the, the unfortunate goofball yeah, label. Yeah, the but, cartoony, loony guy. Yeah. Like, um, he says, hey, we get it, man. You're living out a childhood fantasy. You get to jerk Jericho's chain around, but there's no maybe or possible anything, we don't want you in a circle, in a story. Jericho says, hey, you know, we're a team, we're a family, we make our decisions, you know, like so, and says, hey, we're going to give you an answer next week. But then he calls Jericho out, or not Jericho, I should say Jericho calls MJF out for a one-on-one steak dinner to which MJF answers, hyping it up like it's a match, yeah. screaming, you want a steak dinner, Chris? You're on. You know, and I just love how the music hits and Jericho says, I'll see you at the restaurant. <laughs> I, I, I was like, when he said the steak dinner thing, I thought MJF was going to take a shot at him. Yeah. With the whole steakhouse thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, just it's like, good but, thing we don't have any gold here, and, and, do we, buddy? And and you know, not not to not to go f- you know super uh, you know speed up too too quickly, but you know from this we got to announce the the la, la dinner debonair. Yeah, and and yeah, that it's all set, buddy. And I said, what is it? We have no idea, but come see what it is yep, next, next week. Next week, yeah. Like, what a way to you promote. guys just keep creating shit. Like, come on, man. Exactly. Next, we did have Britt Baker on a spa day with Tony Schiavone. I, I mean, love the all, verbiage on this. Yeah, I loved everything. It was a little ridiculous to me to watch. I didn't even take much notes. They I didn't just, need to do all that to Tony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, to me, I think it was, uh, you know, her about saying she's the baddest bitch now, and, and, and on basically the block. talking about her epic comeback, uh, which looks to be coming next week. So uh, officially, you know. Well, I so. mean, she did have the match what last week. You're very much, yeah. She went. Against, was it Red Velvet? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Was it Red? It was something Velvet. Yeah, yeah I think it was Red Velvet. Uh, next, we do have Cody uh, defending the TNT title against Orange Cassidy, who stepped up last week, and of course they booked the match with, uh, you know, mutual thumbs up. I guess like, that's how you do yeah, it. That's how you do it. Yeah, but um, this, you know, I'm just gonna cut to it. We do get a draw. Um. This was I, I was better, I was kind of whatever about the match. I'm not gonna lie. I was just gonna say something. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. <laughs> no, I was I I know I knew you were back and forth on him getting a second. That could have been anyway. a real bias in the way of it, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I, I mean, I thought the way it broke down made sense. Um, you know, to me, uh, uh, first of all, Cody back to to blonde. I was not a fan of that. I was yeah, like, I thought that was short lived. But mood, then it, it was like, oh, so you were doing something with Stephen Amell? Because that's what it seems like to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you probably. Know, uh, we do see Darby Allen also watching intently from the Raptors, but we don't know just yet. Um, and we find out later on in, in the uh, in the match that he's going to be facing the winner at uh, Full Gear, which I think is stupendous. Um, you know, what I mean, because he hasn't had a shot at that belt. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, he to was me, in a tournament, was he? Um, I don't believe so. He's been so tied up with that Ricky Stark stuff, you know. No, but but Ted. before with the TNT tournament to crown the first one, was he in that one? Uh, I think it was him versus Darby, wasn't so. it? No, um, wasn't that the one of the openers? Was him and Darby? No, no. I well, 
I want to say I remember Cody defending against Darby. Oh, maybe that's what it that's was. What oh, it maybe was. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't think he – I remember adamantly being mad that Darby wasn't added or Jungle Boy wasn't added to that tournament, yeah. I think is what it was. But I digress, man. We do see Darby. The way this thing started, I thought was cool. You see Cassidy struggling. You know, he's trying to be the cool, calm, collective one. Cody is literally running circles around him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and running the ropes and – He's not really liking that he's not taking it serious, and he hits him, you know, with a shove that knocks his shades off, and then you see he does, Cassidy yeah, he, himself nudge his shades out of the ring, which to me signified, okay, it's time to get more so, serious. So you know? we were both right. Darby Allen did go against Sammy in the opening round, and then Cody beat Sean Spears, and then they met where Kobe, Cody beat him. Got you. Okay. To, to go into finals against Lance Archer. Got you. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, and um, I, so I just liked how this broke down because uh, – you know, once he, you see a lot of stuff going. I mean, Stanley Gord busted by Cody, vintage stuff that kind of kicks it up a notch before the picture in picture. Um, you know, we see a diving crossbody from Orange. Uh, he tries to go for a satellite DDT. Uh, Cody, he did counter with a snap suplex. There's a lot of yeah, good that was nice. all that was an, spots yeah. I thought that were that were good in, yeah. in here. So especially going up against a guy like Orange Cassidy, who they they kind of push as like this unpredictable guy. Mm-hmm. It was it was it looked good for Cody to kind of be able to keep up with them in that aspect. So yeah. yeah, and I did like too. I mean, you saw Cody go. He, go, he doesn't go up top too much unless it's that moonsault. He hits a double sledge, goes for another one, and Cassidy steps back and then initiates what I call the sloth combo, and then he just answers back with that drop down uppercut. You know, and I was yeah. just like, man, okay, the, this is um, getting cooking. But then uh, Orange was able to to follow through with that suicide dive, and this is important because. I noticed Anna Jay and Reynolds right away, and I said, 100%. "There's well, dude, no way you well, guys well, are just chilling there." And well, then you what's go, the What's the name of the big one with the with the other? He has the only other one with the special jacket, like like ten. Yeah, so I saw ten right away because I saw him with the hood on. I was like, "Why are they just like?" But then again, I'm like, well, I guess they would have a vested, vested interest because their leader just lost the title. Exactly. And, and you know, Brody was not there, but I found out, I was like, man, it's weird. They're all, like, just right there in the front row out of nowhere. Fucking silver. Gang, gang, dog. Comes on down, runs to the ring, grabs Ruth, the red strap. Of course, the TNT title is what I'm talking about, and goes to try to brain Cody. But Cassidy yeah. stops him and pulls the belt out of his hand. And I like this because, you know, you got the Dark Order. They get thrown out of the entire situation. Yeah. And you see Cassidy literally not even look at Arn, just give, like, shove the belt to Arn's sternum. Like, Tate, you know what to do with this, you know? And then he just gets back in the ring and we get the match going back to the way we want to see it, man. So, but um, yeah, man, this, we got some really cool spots. You see the Slumdog Millionaire, of course. Um, you know, you did see a Cody Cutter as well that left both guys on the mat. Um, and, you know, I loved how he went for the Superman punch or the orange punch. And then oh, yeah. he hit him with that basement drop because the yeah. knee starts working over the knee. That was a good counter. Yeah. yeah. Even when he had him up top, crotch, uh, you know, he does hit the inverted uh, superplex. But he does wrap yeah. his leg and crank it, and you see, like, the ring post figure four. And, you know, he's doing all the things necessary to try to put him away with the, with the submission, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the figure four was uh, middle of the ring, standard standard stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely. And, and what I liked is when he finally did lock it in, they're dueling trying to get the leverage. They're rolling over and to the point they get to the ropes and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, we do see disaster kick as well. Um, and I thought this was really cool. You know, Cody did tease slamming the leg into the ring post again, 
And, you know, Orange is able to counter and bring him to the post. But you see Arn Anderson not like that. Well, there was a few spots that they were pointing out that where where Cody was doing things that Arn was audibly, like, getting disappointed or, you know, upset about. Yeah. The push-ups came back in the the play as well. Yeah. It was was a trip. You know what I mean? But Orange, um, like I said, when they did get to the rope from the struggle, the uh, figure four, he hits the beach break. on the apron, hardest part of the ring, yeah. as they always say. They, they they actually went crazy for that one. Yeah, they you know he does manage to get Cody back in the ring uh, before the ten count, but he doesn't get a three count. Uh, basically, this gets down to the wire. He does go for the orange uh, the orange punch. He gets the full Nelson. He tries the crossroads. He hits the satellite DDT. Finally, gets the mousetrap pin, but it's at the final three seconds draw. Um, and as a result of this, we will. Get this match revisited in two more weeks. TK as, said, "Let's run it back." Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, look, uh, we just need new faces to step up. Yeah, and you guys got him. You got a lot of people. Like, let's see Brian Pillman Bruh. take a crack at Cody. Let's. I don't know, man. Like Sean know, Spears. Yes, yeah, Sean could, Spears. Could, could, I mean, I said Scorpio already. Yeah, I know. Kazarian is not. Kazarian you know, could. I mean, we just saw him have a banger with Hangman. You know what I mean? Sammy G. Uh, Sammy G. Yeah, absolutely. You got people still. They're they're, they're hovering around the same. Matt Hardy. Storylines. hundred <laughs> percent. He just said he he came back talking about he's going to be uh, focusing on championships. Hager now. again. Wardlow. Hager, Hager like, would have been great because I went down to like that was a a, a, a washy finish as well. It, uh, it definitely was. But I thought that I was mean Archer be... never got a shot after he lost the, no, the finals, and that's probably the most arguable one, my friend. I but mean, speaking of Archer, we do get. More backstage shenanigans as <laughs> yeah. we get to the back and they're brawling even more, which, again, not much to note here. Just you can tell this is going to boil to uh, change this the scheme of things in uh, how this uh, main event gets, uh, I would say, I guess, I don't want to say produced, but presented later on. Uh, we do get another good takeaway. Uh, we get Matt Hardy ringside yeah. with his family. He's watching. And he's telling everyone, hey, I am 100% cleared and I'm going to be returning to the ring. Then a video plays. It shows like a hooded figure uh, setting various pictures of Matt Hardy from, you know, the multiverse on fire. Uh, the camera finally reveals it to be Sammy G, who reveals that he's the one who attacked Matt Hardy. Uh, he says, yeah, I'm the one who left you laying it all out. I took out your knee. I he, he busted said, your he, face open. He and- said something. He said he said it was me. Who else would it be? Or yeah. like, or like, or, or like, uh, it had to be me or something. Yeah. The way he said it, I was like, oh, he, it was always me. I think it's what he said. Yeah. It was like, 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 like it could have been anybody else. Like but, he doesn't say that, but that's yeah. how the always me comes off. Yeah. It, it, and you know, Sammy's been doing some really good character work. Like I said, yeah. you know, the earlier segment where he was playing the guy, like, dude, I ain't wearing this jacket. Like, yeah. and, and just feeling like, you know, so, I mean, dude, anytime you get a, like a a, a, a present. And it doesn't even fit you. You're just like, great. You know sure. what I mean? I mean, when he was on BTE last week and he was, they were trying to recruit him for Dark Order. Oh, that was awesome. He was money in there. Yeah, him and him and he Silver. Was like, hey, that, it wasn't for your boy over here. That shit was, that <laughs> shit was hilarious, dude. Loser. But that, nah, he's a loser. I yeah, love that, that, that New York shit. accent, man. But no, nah, he. Uh, and but he, see, but ain't he from Houston? That's what's crazy. It's like, I, from what, I remember when he was uh, arrested, he yeah, would always he be is, built from he Houston. He is built from Houston. So I, that's why I was like, I feel like, like he was just putting on the voice because yeah. uh, Silver was too. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Well, I feel like. I hear it more. A or, lot or, or, with you know Sammy, what? He, I, I, he's I, been hanging out too much for Proud and Powerful. That's what it there is. You go. Yep. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, he he says you know I'm the guy who did all this, and he vows to be the one to send him back to the shelf and to the hospital every single week that he's cleared to wrestle again. Uh, says it's not over till he sends Hardy home for good. Uh, Matt just answers back by saying he knows what his first piece of business is. Uh, 
uh, you know, upon his return, which is Sammy Guevara. <laughs> he low-key was getting brolic with Tony, though. Like, did you know about this? Yeah, yeah, he did. But you know what, dude? Like, I, it's weird because, like, I, I couldn't think the whole time about, like, I was like, dude, Rebby's there. I really hope she's not going to be upset over here hearing him say this shit. You know yeah, what I mean? she's going to be like, you're working with Sammy again? Like, like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, and then the fact that he's like, I'm going to keep putting you in the hospital. I'm like, that's not something it, she wants to hear. Nah, nah. And, and his and kids being there? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and, and then you're the, you were not part of the reason, but you were involved. You're dark, bro. You know what I mean? You're dark. <laughs> but uh, next we uh, have uh, something I thought was interesting um, in terms of content, but the delivery of this segment was... Yeah, kind the execution the was was yeah, yeah, a little bit and, and, and uh, underwhelming. And, uh, yeah, definitely, and I feel like that's been a reoccurring theme with yes. the Bucks lately trying yes. to really punch their ticket to be heels. I guess it's it's, it's too forced. Yeah. It really, I mean, they're like, oh, like, we get it. You're you're yeah, we're back to being just just baba yeah. baba chewing mother. <laughs> like, yeah. like the quote Dave Chappelle, man. Like it's just like they're just like these snarky guys. You know what I mean? Just being dicks. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but. The character work, you guys are kind of, I don't know. It seems like, like I said, it seems like they're. It, it, it's, yeah, it just seems forced, man. Yeah. But I will say this. Tony uh, uh, Skiavone is in the ring. Uh, like Superkick TK. Yeah, seriously. That that makes the most sense. Mm. Uh, yeah, because Superkicking Tony after smashing the phone was like Cause, a cause week too What late. they should have done is suspended them and have them not even show up and then super then, then show and superkick someone important. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, no, Tony's in the ring. He's got uh, a couple referees in there. They have, I forgot what that thing is where they, you know, it's like the it's bingo like a, lot, like a lottery thing. spinner yeah, type, of, type of joint. Yeah. And uh, so he's in there saying that next week four teams will compete in a fatal four-way and uh, whoever wins will uh, face FTR at full gear. Uh, and the teams were chosen at random. First team was Private Party. Second team is Silver and Reynolds who are <laughs> Really pumps of a uh, dark order. That was uh, the only because they don't they ain't got no type of winning yeah. record. Well, so. I, I feel like they're earning their keep now with the with you know they know that they're you know, they they minute, know they know the, the minute position. For minute draw on yeah, BTE yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, third team was the butcher and the blade, which I'm kind of glad it gives them something other than the involvement with the Lucha Bros and Kingston because I still yeah, don't see he, the direct link. And then they never followed up on the hey bro, you need to go home and fix your fix home. your house. Yeah, yeah get your house. In but order, but it like. was notable that they were out there without Eddie. Yeah. Um. And you know. Um. But it was worth, no- worth noting, though. I, I guess uh, the Dark Order are cool because they got that nice Chili's money. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth team chosen, of course, are the Young Bucks. Uh, they entered the ring. I love the way Tony did it, though. He just got these the Young Bucks. Goddamn it! <laughs> like he just throws the thing on oh, the yeah. floor. <laughs> and, but they enter the ring and they kind of aggressively shake hands at FTR, and then they kind of yank the mic from Tony and they say, "Hey, relax, man. We're not here to super kick you, Tony. We're here to super kick these guys." And then they hit. Uh, like him and Matt super kick silver like of, and, yeah. and the blade before like all the teams begin to brawl. All you really need to know, man, is private party. They fight off Reynolds and Butcher, and then they have like a brief stare down with the Bucks, and they eventually shake hands before the Bucks pull them back and hit them with super kicks, uh, and kind of just mouth off at the champs who are watching <laughs> poor, it. Poor all Isaiah with the with the cell, dude. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> he was doing but, the matrix on these fools. But they're like uh, mouthing off to uh, FTR who are uh, on the ramp just watching all super all kick go us. Down. Super kick us. Super kick someone your own size, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, Hakura Shida. She did defeat Big Swole. Um, I mean, it was a cool little competitive match. I think there probably could have been a bigger deal made about this. It felt like this match was made like maybe five days ahead. I don't think yeah, we I mean, knew they, all titles were going to be online well, this they, year, but that it makes was, sense. That was the tagline, but I don't think they promoted or advertised who she was going to be going against. Yeah. Because I didn't hear that she was in a match with Big Swell for the title until literally that night, that moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, I will say this. The twin slingshot cutters 
that were one on the ramp outside and one back inside the ring by uh, a big swole to Sheeta. That was a pretty good look. Yeah, yeah. And she did hit the dirty dancing. Um, and the only reason she did not win was because uh, Hikura was – Hikuro, I always say that. Sheeta was able to grab the rope and break it. You know, and they made a big deal about how she did not kick out. The only reason she didn't lose was because of that rope. But we did see, you know, the Falcon Arrow and – she does win with, I think they call it the Tommy She running knee smash. Um, and the only thing really key to point out is Nyla Rose is shown watching from ringside. But Thank God. To me, yeah, it's like, cool. She's not randomly getting involved well, last in time, a yeah. brawl at ringside that has nothing to do with her. No follow-up. With Kaylin King. Like, well, I mean, and then, you know, they had that whole thing where they announced her and Vicky together, and they were like, we're here to get championships. And then, again, no follow-up. Yeah, no follow-up for sure. So... Uh, next, we uh, uh, see that Scorpio Sky, you kept bringing him up. You brought up yeah. Sean Spears, and we have a little something for that. Scorpio yeah. Sky seemingly owes a debt to the chairman, Sean Spears. Uh, Spears has a vignette playing where he adamantly says he's not stalking Sky and comments about how, you know, wrestling's basically all about, um, you know, moments and even commends Scorpio for being so well liked inside and out of the ring, but uh, calls him a thief because. He felt like he stole a moment that he was trying to collect when uh, he had his match with Matt Seidel, and Scorpio Sky decided to come and save uh, his buddy uh, Matt at the end. And he basically says, you owe him a moment, and uh, it's a debt that he does plan to collect. So that, you know, interesting. We were wondering what was going on at the tunnel last week when uh, SCU was on the way out. So uh looks like we got uh, something. I mean, it's good for both guys because I feel like they both have – Overwelcome their stay on dark. One hundred percent, and it gives you know? them both something to do. I'm obviously me being a fan of both. I'm you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're doing something with you know the fact that I'm like I want I've been wanting them to do something with either of these guys, and the fact that they're doing it together, uh, you know, in a program together. I, I mean that that solves it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, um, I mean I'm like I said I I'm pretty sure it's because of the fact that uh you know he stole the tiebreaker from Scorpio Sky, but whatever. <laughs> and yeah, man, I, I would I would also I would have to agree, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the only thing else to add before the main event, we do have match announcements. As I said before, the yeah. uh, AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament kicks off next week. Okay, we do nice. have the Fatal Four Way match: the Young Bucks versus Butcher and Blade versus Private Party versus those Chili Boys. You know what it is? <laughs> Adrenaline. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, Silver and Reynolds from Dark Order. Yes. Uh, and uh, like we said, the, uh, the hair guy, the hair guy and the, and the little bitch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But the, the Ledina Debonair yes. is also on, uh, on on ice for next week, which that is, is next uh, Jericho week, right? yeah. and MGF. And then they announced the, again, like we said, there's going to be a rematch, a uh, revisiting of Cody defending his TNT is title that next against week? Cassidy in two weeks. Okay, that's why I thought, but it, but it, it was, was an announcement. Yeah, yeah. An announcement, yeah. And uh, this will bring us to the main event. A uh, couple things to point out. Eddie Kingston is shown on commentary, flanked by the Lucha Bros before the match starts. Uh, match was made a no DQ. But he was Tony great Khan, on commentary. Just like we said, uh, Archer, he comes out, he hurls a backstage official through. <laughs> I, I could only put a sugar, faux, yeah, faux wall or a, a faux glass of some sort uh, through the tunnel. Uh, Mox makes his entrance, uh, but it's kind of cut short because he is basically kind of gets attacked by Archer, but he avoids it and hits an instant paradigm shift, but only gets yeah. two, you know. Uh, he tries it again. He gets blitzed through, uh, down to the floor, and uh, Archer just starts kind of whipping him pillar to post at ringside at this point. Uh, we do see a pounce early on and a very agile cannonball senton, uh, Dustin Rhodes style, from the apron onto Mox to the outside by Archer. You know, so I thought, I mean, I know he likes to do the walk in the ropes, and we know, you know, he sometimes does that weird 
like slingshot 180 splash from the corner you know it's oh like, yeah i forgot you know about he that. does all kinds of different things yeah because that, that yeah, cool. he does like that old school until like a standing moonsault it's insane yep definitely uh archer does get to a point where he sets up two tables next to each other outside we'll get back to that yep uh mox does escape a uh black uh blackout attempt but does eat a big boot at some point uh you do get dueling forearms by both men as kingston like you said uh did a good job on on commentary he explains how he and mox used to be good friends until he left for the land of entertainers and left everyone behind when he was supposed to bring them you know bring everyone up with them and then finally clarifies his statements about not having a legal elimination uh in, in terms of him being losing yeah the, actually the going Royal. over the top rope before yeah. being on that apron exactly area. Yeah. And, and we didn't know what he just kept saying go watch it go watch it but yeah that's what it is is he never went over the top rope which is uh definitely uh something uh, some finality to that that whole conspiracy i guess you know what i'm saying yeah he's been running with that claim for a while but yeah it's finally get nice to get a little bit of substance behind definitely. whatever he's been talking about uh at this point mox brings in three steel chairs hurls one right at archer's face well done. Uh, he does set up two, <laughs> two steel chairs uh, facing each other. Attempts a DVD. Lance counters with a choke slam that I don't know if you saw, but the back of Mox's head just yeah. smacks the seat. Yeah, um, he does get a two uh, two count for that. And uh, man, you know it 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 starts to pick up a bit. I did like Jake. Ro- what do you think about Jake Roberts wearing that snakeskin vest? By the way. I mean, it was weird because in the beginning when they were doing like the backstage, what he was like, was "Can someone that? help me put this on?" No. That, that's <laughs> what he like, was like, "What doing? is he okay. doing?" He's like, "Because he, he was what he was doing. He was blocking people from trying to help." Like, yeah. Oh, you can you help me? But I was like, "What is he doing?" I'm like, Man. "This is so random." I love too how he had. Uh, I think it was a knee bar he had on Archer, and Archer once goes to grab the rope. And the rest like, no, it's no DQ. And then, like, Jake, not only did Jake help him grab the rope, but he helps pull him out to the floor to oh, just okay. escape. And I was like, okay, let's see more of that, That's manager. a good, that, That's a great manager look, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mox goes for a suicide dive, eats all trash can from Archer. <laughs> he did, dude. Yeah, man. And uh, I love, so Mox and Archer now on the apron next to the tables. Archer goes for what looks like the paradigm shift, which is just poetic justice. If you guys have seen the Texas death match that took place, I want to say about a year ago between yeah. the two, U.S. title was on the line in uh, New Japan. And it seemed like it was poetic justice to how he took that spot just a year before. But Mox low blows him. Yeah, know? he did. And uh, he hits the same spot, paradigm shift, right off the apron, right through the tables. Um, I love that above – uh, view uh, view that that was that was pretty clean. I was just like, damn, this is crazy. How are they able to get that? Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it it starts uh, getting more and more down to the wire. You see an elevated paradigm shift, very near fall, made Lance look like you know a monster. Uh, so he uh, just immediately gets the bully choke. He does avoid it. Hits a desperation DDT. Which it's funny. I've never seen him use a DDT. But then Eddie goes, he got that from Jake. <laughs> and I said, yeah, he did. You know, and okay, uh, that meant, yeah. And I will say this: I was surprised. I thought this was going to be the end because you you did see, yeah, he uh, I, I no other way to say it. he choke slams. Uh, it's like a buckle choke slam. Yeah, that he, that he, he hits Mox dude, with, and then he, he hits him up, gets him in the corner, hits the blackout, uh, and then he makes the cover with his back. But Mox sees just a little bit of opportunity, rolls him over, hooks Lance's arms uh, very snug, and gets the the victory. Uh, after the match, Archer's arguing with the ref. He starts attacking Mox. And he, uh, attacking Mox, I should say. You hear Kingston say, uh, "Go get him," and he sends the Lucha Bros. Uh, or I'm sorry, go help him. Is what he said. And he sends the Lucha Bros down to the ring. Now they grab uh, uh, chairs. You don't know 
you, you assume it means to help Archer, but that's, then, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. And then Phoenix blasts Archer in the back, uh, and he no sells it. But Roberts, this kind of got messy for me. Roberts slides in and wrangles him away from the situation, and then they exit. Which to me, I was like, that's dumb. He has more than a, he's bigger than both these dudes. I don't care if Kingston is there. He's taking I mean, forever to get in the ring. It, it wouldn't know? necessarily be a bad look if he went down swinging against all three of these guys Exa- either. So yeah, and, and, mean, and, and that way Kingston has an additional enemy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kingston plays coy and like kind of he grabs a mic and commends Mox for leading AEW for the last year and then he tells Lucha Bros they help him up and give him his belt. You know, and then he like kind of pumps the crowd up like here for your champ and they all go to raise his hand and then he hits. I, I don't remember how he pronounced it, but it's the spinning back. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, and then he locks in a uh, rear naked choke to uh, choke out Mox. Uh, referees come spilling out. They're trying to stop the chaos. And Kingston kind of rushes the promo as they go off the air. But he just says, you know, you know, uh, uh, he steals the, the, the mic. Or I'm sorry. He picks up the mic and steals the title and says that Mox stole it from him because he never tapped out or gave up. And says he's going to get him soon. And that's kind of how the show ended. So and I'm not against seeing him and Eddie again, but we just saw it. And, I mean, it could have just been, like you said, a, a quick plug-in because, obviously, at that time, Archer was scheduled to face him. No, it was a six-man that was scheduled. It was supposed to be um, Archer and... I well, believe, I, remember, I, remember, I remember we spoke about we thought that this was going to be the eventual, like, direction that we're going to go, but it seemed like in, in, a, in a bind that they kind of, like, yeah, fast-forward. Yeah, it definitely seemed like they had to jump a week ahead. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I will say this. I like the prospect of Kingston and Mox giving what they did on short notice, you know, with the promos and stuff. So I can only imagine how a um, program would go because I just feel like Eddie and programs are great. I mean, the stuff he did with with LAX and, and Impact and with Conan, like to yeah, me, yeah. that was some of the most stellar programming on that show, and no one knew where to find that show at the time. You know what I mean? So no, it I'm was not, really good. Yeah, I'm not mad at that, but I think it's just, um, yeah, it, it, it's. I didn't expect if this goes to full gear. I didn't expect it, and I will say the finish was great. On yeah, I was its about to ask you if you, if you all that stuff. If, after you, if you thought that this was going to be, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, it's what in three weeks, I believe. Yeah, uh, full gear. So it looks like that's what they're going to be setting up towards. But I'm not mad at it. Um, I guess I'm kind of surprised that that's how that's what they wanted to go with in the way that they set it up. But it makes sense. I mean, maybe they did it on purpose. You know, again. He had the championship match already with Mox, but they left it open with the uh, the way he won. He never, you know, he never, mm-hmm. uh, he never gave up. So I mean, it makes sense that they would go back to it, but I'm surprised they would go back to it so soon. I guess it's just weird. It just seems like the last couple of episodes have had like weird endings. You know, last week Jericho's was yeah. like kind of like a fart in church. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that whole thirty year thing. Yeah, yeah. After that, what, and the credits if, rolling and all that stuff. I mean, that was cool, but that was real SNL ish versus like. You know the match we got, like you, I mean, to your credit, should have just opened the show and then. You oh yeah, because against uh, who, what were Luther or Chaos Project? Chaos, say. Yeah. yeah. And this week, I don't know. I didn't mind them putting uh, gas on the fire, but it just seems dumb that I'm out here with the two guys that are going to face first round to try to take that from you. You know what I mean? I just feel like that was yeah. weird. like I would have rather seen Kingston um, somehow. Maybe Kingston's the one that hits Archer. And acts like he's, you know, befriending Mox for old times and then hits the spinning field. I didn't think it needed the Lucha Bros, but I don't know. I mean. Good match, but I'll also say I, guess, I, guess I thought they, Archer they just, deserved it. They I think, just move uh, quicker than Eddie, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah. why they only had they had him in the, Probably. In the segment yeah. just to get to the spot on time. Yeah. I don't know. But, but I thought Archer, I don't know about you, but I thought Archer, if there was a time, 
he could have taken it, but we'll see. Yeah, Re- yeah. No, I, I, I honestly, gear. I honestly, it thought he was going to, and I wasn't going to be mad. Yeah, I honestly right. was thinking like, oh, it's going to be a dawn of a new day, which is great. Yeah, especially with it being a year, and, and with it also being like this monster heel, that means you have to you you have a chance to build up somebody special here to take that off that. Yeah, because no belts change hands and. I don't know. That's that's just some WWE stuff. That, I mean, that's that's just yeah. like them to go. All the belts are on the line, and like none of them change. You know. What I mean? mean, yeah. I mean, the only time that they do change is uh, you know, when Brody beat Cody. Yeah. For the I mean the TNT, and that was it. But and then you know Cody retaining, but but yeah, that was dynamite in, in a nutshell. Um, let the fuse on that one, huh? Oh yeah! Boom. Oh, God damn. Long fuse. No, short fuse, bro. You and your onomatopoeias, God damn. Yeah, yep. Hey, good, um, good word for a light skin. I like hey, that. Hey, hey. You know, you got to show them, man. You got to yeah. show them. But, uh, the other side. I got NXT here. I just wanted to let you know that. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side of the war, <laughs> NXT. NXT is here. Um, talk I, us, talk in, us up. Yeah, in my opinion, I feel like they had a I, – I, I, in my opinion, I enjoyed the show better uh, than I did the anniversary show. I think I like – parts of each show differently than the other but yeah i I get you yeah i i I guess maybe there was less there was less i didn't like on this show than i did with the uh maybe that's what it is but anyways we open up the match with the uh stellar tag team match it is a number uh number one contender uh for the nxt tag team championships if you guys remember um yeah i had to i was like oh finally they're doing it yeah a few weeks back there was this tag match where it was danny birch and roger strong uh teaming up against raw mendoza and fabian eichner to Determine which two teams would then go on to face each other for the number one contendership uh, against Brazongo. Yep. Um, I believe that was Roddy and Danny that, that were a team and yeah. won. And so we've been just waiting for this to commence. So, really. yeah, we had uh, Undisputed Era versus Danny Burch and uh, Oni Lurkin. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why they didn't do a review of the video to intro people to know why this match is barely happening now, but whatever. Yeah, it was more about, hey, let's let's not forget what happened to Ridge. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what? Like, uh, I one thing that I did like is they did like a oh a last week on NXT, and I don't see them do that a lot. Yeah, and they covered. I think they should do that every episode. I thought it was pretty I, cool. I, I think so too. And I, what I liked about the match too, um, and I'm gonna let you take it away, but was what Oni said in the beginning. I was gonna start right uh, there because you said you know you had you had Ridge Holland problems. Yeah, I heard you got a Ridge Holland. He's like problem. he's no longer. At first of all, I was like, Not damn. I, at first, I was like, damn, Oni, you been savage, bro. Yeah. He's like, now no more. Now we're your problem, yeah. and, I, and I, I did, I did, I dig that. And, I mean, we've seen these teams fight before. Yeah. Um, I, this is what I'm gonna say about the match because I'm not gonna go, you know, spot for spot on this. There's a few things, but this is, this is, I mean, the match made me feel like this is finally that old NXT feel. Yeah. Prior to the two hour extension, prior to the counter programming mm-hmm. with AEW, just that natural chemistry. Very reminiscent. Yeah. Between two teams that know what the hell they're doing and has to put on a competitive. Uh, a looking matchup between two of the best of the best and, and that you know and it shows that you know that they really want it and uh those kind of organic things that's what i miss about nxt uh you know when they were running unopposed to be honest yep um but you know here's a few spots i wrote down here uh we had uh you know or uh, orkin lorkin <laughs> getting worked over quite a bit and then he goes for a hot tag uh we had bobby fish go for a diving headbutt yeah um to I try to that in his repertoire well, but, in a while but this is the thing like the, the only reason i brought this up was you know he missed it and i was just really surprised to me that they would allow or i guess 
I guess with the history of it, you yeah. know, as far as it attributing to head and neck damage and brain damage, yeah, you would think that would be on the no-no list. Though I will say, it looked like his chest and sternum took a brunt of that bump, but nonetheless, you're absolutely right. Yeah, hey, it, it, Hunter, it's, it's, it's up there with the pile <laughs> I drivers. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, we did, <laughs> we did get the you know classic dual submission spot with the single leg crab and a cross face. Yep. That actually led to uh, two close, uh, two double close falls as well from uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, big clothesline from Birch, uh, who then tags in Lorkin, and they hit their tag finish. Uh, Fish pulls out Lorkin to break up the pin, uh, and then we get Roddy winning via this jumping knee, which I was kind of surprised. To be honest, I kind of would have seen, uh, loved to see him do like the gut check or. Uh, with a sick kick or something, you yeah, know, because he, he, he jumping knees are like super kicks to him. Yeah, but you know what it was. I think they I were mean, selling. Uh, yeah, Bennett yeah. kept just like pouring gas on that whole history of. I love that, by know, the way, because he, he you hurt know. his orbital bone, and you know what? That's the thing too is, I like this match, and but then you go, yeah, but I've seen a better match between the two. But then you go, oh, but that was takeover, and that yeah. was a takeover match, and this is TV, and and, and they and they open, yeah, yep. You know and, I mean? you know, yeah, kudos to, to uh, Stu Bennett, a.k.a. Barrett. Uh, I, I like that he brought that up because it showed that even though he hasn't been yeah. with the product during that time, that he's still doing his homework. Very knowledgeable, yeah. Yeah, and he, he put it over quite well. He didn't, he didn't. It didn't sound like what we say, like, oh, they just got to squeeze that in there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know what, I have to say, yeah, it was a good match. We did get the win, Undisputed Era, or now the number one contendership. Yep. Number one contenders, I should say, against uh, uh, Brizanga, who are, you know, shown in the crowd watching this match as well, which I thought uh, looked pretty good. I've yeah. been liking the, the new look of the uh, – yeah, the, the Capital Wrestling. Uh, yeah, center? that that X that just stays there is a really good. Yeah, look. It's a, it's especially a really... during the Imperium match, their entrance. Yes. It was like, yo, that looks so clean. It was yeah, it was really good, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, one thing I wanted to point out, and I may be just seeing things, but it looked like they were low key like teasing Birch and Lork- Lorkin uh, splitting up at the I end. Mean, at this point, I, I wouldn't be mad at it, but it's yeah. just what you know. Maybe Birch goes on to uh, UK. Um, goes back to UK possibly. Yeah, uh, but it, it was just something about the way that Birch was staring at him in like disappointment. You know what I mean? I think, and, and you know, I, I had this idea. It's weird that both teams have to face each other, but Ridge has business with both people, all yeah. four guys, right? Yeah. And so I was thinking, I was like, same vein as you. Like, is this gonna basically implode the same way it started? Is it gonna be like I had to come down and save your ass from ass whooping, and I gave. Him, you know, I mean, obviously he didn't end the way you want to because he got injured, but I just wondered if it would have gone to, like, I had to save your ass. I'm getting tired of saving your ass. And then they start fighting again and have another bang-out match. I could see you that. You know, and, and maybe, like you said, they separate. One goes to the U.K., whatever. Because, I mean, it, it's crazy. They were talking about how it's a shame that Birch is yet to hold gold. Lorkin is yet to hold gold. And he's actually, you know Dude, I, mean? I, I like, remember when, when his contract came up and everybody was thinking, man, he needs to leave. And then he proudly was like, I just signed on for a five-year extension. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I, well, I hope they, they do right by you, bro. Man. I mean, you know, you do have a few 205 live uh, appearances, which is always, I always like when they, you know, afford, like Roddy was on there a few times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So I do like when people get to do crossover work and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't really know what Oni would do. I mean, I don't really see him. To be honest, seriously, as a TNT champion, or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, North American champion, but 
I, I, they, they, I think they deserve the tag titles at least. Yeah, yeah I was going to say because at first you go, damn, how'd they not get them at Brizongo? But it's like, ah, but they're vets, so I get it. Yeah. But um, we'll see. I mean, the, there is one thing worth noting, too, is uh, before the match started, you had Kyle O'Reilly basically say that even if Rich Holland didn't get a hurt, that he would have just put him back in the same hospital. He's already in, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, they are all damn, shots. everybody's savage. But uh, from this, we got an update on uh, Finn Balor Finn and his uh, status coming out of TakeOver. Obviously, you know, his yeah, bang-out match with Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, we mentioned this earlier, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he had, uh, you know, obviously some things going on with his jaw. Mm-hmm. Um Turns out it was fractured in two places. Uh, he actually underwent surgery already. And they didn't, um, they didn't even think he would need surgery at first. So yeah. That's what's crazy. I think that's know? something he wanted to do just because he's like, let me just take care of this now. Yeah. And, you know. may, or maybe, I, I, well, I think they didn't think the damage was that bad at first. And then they had, you know. I'm sure he was. wasn't. Ho- he was hoping. He was like, nah, was bro, wrong. there's something wrong with my mouth. He's like, it's this you, Kyle. <laughs> this is all you. Your damn kneecap. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they did say that they're kind of, kind of, it's, it's a kind of a touch and go situation yeah. where. They're gonna you know, monitor his progress. Um, you know, yeah, he's already you know been uh, been through the surgery. So yeah, in the next coming weeks, they're gonna see what they're gonna do pertaining to the NXT Championship. I mean, usually the the man has thirty days to defend. So I mean, just you know, chill, mm-hmm. chill. Uh, from here, we did get a uh, Amber Moon video package. Yep. Uh, talking about you know going through the who's who of the division to get back to the title shot. Uh, you know, calls out, you know, Shotzi, Candice, Tony Storm, Ripley, Dakota, Raquel, even EO, obviously, which, I mean, we all know that's where her, uh, you know, her focus is at is that's, you know, she made it known to take over. Um, but, you know, one thing that I did like is she had uh, she had a quote that said it's not about, you know, as far as earning a title shot, it's not about who, you know. Or past accolades, yeah. or what you did two or three years ago, it's what you've done lately. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you and know, I think NXT's always been that way. And, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely will. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just thought it was a good little, um, you know, this was better than than what she did in the ring. Yeah, last week, in my opinion. But in terms of the promo, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from here, we got a, a, a kind of a short match here, and I don't have a whole lot of notes. It's uh, Jake Atlas taking on. Uh, Ashanti the Adonis, the um, and Adonis. if you guys remember, he actually showed up. Uh, the Adonis, uh, I, I, I'm referring to, during the uh, cruiserweight championship match at Takeover between uh, Swerve Scott and um, Santos Escobar. <laughs> Santos Escobar, or is it not Escobar Santos? Escobar. Front and back, it is the same. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did get involved with a little bit of that LDF business, you know. So. Um, I guess he had to know that this was going to come and bite him in the ass again. Uh, yep. But when you get a short match here, where, you know, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say it's a competitive match because it was a little back and forth, but it, was, it wasn't it was that long to really, you know. Not a definitive to, win. To, to, to warrant any yeah, a real yeah. opinion on the match. Alice wins via a small package roll-up after Adonis is distracted while uh, Mendoza and uh, Joaquin. Joaquin, thank you. Uh, they come to ringside, obviously, again, repping that LDF gang gang, and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, you mess with our business, and we ain't taking it laying down, fool. Mm-hmm. So, shit, we could jump you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Atlas does try to help out. Yeah, that, that it was pretty crazy because this was funny. I was actually uh, I was showing mom. I'm like, hey, ma, I'm like, this is one of the guys we booked. Mm-hmm. And she's like, really? I'm like, actually, he on that flyer right there. Mm-hmm. He's like, yep, right there. She's like, oh, that's really cool, you know? Then she's like started kind of watching with me where she sees like, you know, dudes kind of like under under uh, a little bit of distress, looking like he's about to get jumped. Yeah. And then she sees where he comes out and helps him, you know, does the diving tope and mm. he's helping him fight. And then all of a sudden we get uh, <laughs> Jefe. El Jefe in the money suit. Yep. <laughs> I, don't know, just, yeah, I was man. like, 
man, you did, did, was that for money in the bank? You didn't get to use that zone, man. Saying, man. Um, but it looked like they were about to get the, uh, you know, two uh, or the three on two advantage. But then, you know, Swerve Scott comes out of nowhere, comes into focus with Back a steel door. chair. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, you know, again, I, I, I feel how I feel about Adonis. I told you off air, as soon as I saw him on TV, again, dressing different than he was last week. It's like we don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah. And it's and it's not from hate. It's it's absolutely like I just want to no, yeah. get you. Look, he could, I he want could, I can't get behind you yeah. if I don't understand it. Yeah, if I can't connect with you. If I can't that, connect, that's, yeah. that's really what it is. I still you, need to you see clearly something. Clearly, can go in the ring. You got yeah. a good look, but I like the charisma. But I need it, to know it, what it is. Exactly. What, what's going to tie it? To, what's going to pique the interest? The, yeah. What's the total package? What makes me want to you know? see your progress? And I don't think he's the total package of what the Adonis is yet, but and granted, I, I hear you. And granted, people were like, well, it's developmental. That's why he has to develop. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's try and fail and, you know, trial and yeah, error. But, and but you I get time it, yeah. now, so let's see what you exactly. got. Exactly, especially boy. now as uh, seems we got this new trio emerging. Uh, I think we could say that there's probably some seeds being planted possibly for uh, Halloween Havoc, um, which, hey, I mean – we did just see the same thing, you know. Yeah, I'm saying a six-man tag team match, oh, as you play it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a uh, pre-Zango. Oh no, it's not. Oh, we're doing. Oh, we're running it back with two different players. Yeah, yep. Oh, that's that's possible. Same game, different oh, team. Forklift again? No, yep. we're gonna do something different. Oh, cherry pick, cherry picker. <laughs> That was pretty fly, though. No, it was dope. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just was, talking that shit. That street fight was dope. I'm just talking shit. But, yeah, we did get a uh, – well, earlier we did get a, a promo from Johnny Gargano. He was Gargano. Basically calling out the decision about uh, Dexter Loomis seemingly getting a uh, North American Championship match that's going to be the main event for the night. They announced that, I believe, a few days ago. Yep. Um, I knew that he was going to defend the title, but they didn't uh, you know, reveal who it was going to be against. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand why we were – you know, we were talking off air again. And we're like, I mean, but he just showed up. Had a match with Austin Theory last week after he had a match. You know, what really permits this. But and then, that, then, then it started yeah. making sense because, you know, he was one of the ones that, that uh, I think he may have been either the first or the second. I believe he uh, had the second person to win his match. Yeah. yeah the, 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 which, the triple threat to qualify for that ladder exactly. match. Yep. Yeah, for the North. So, he, I mean, and he was forced to, you know, not uh, be featured in the match due to injury. So, this seems like a fair shot. Yeah, it's kind of like he was old one. You know, sense. but, yeah. uh, of course, Gargano, who, uh, nope, even Stevens. Yep. It's not not impressed. Uh, he, he had uh, he had you know some things to say about that because you know he still got his eye on the North American Championship. Obviously, uh, we then did get a little bit from uh, Candice LeRae also talking about her upcoming match against Shotzi Blackheart, which was also for the number one contendership for the women's championship. Yep, that so that was uh, later in the night. Too. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. All I will say is um, very short and sweet. I didn't mind her calling herself the uncrowned champ, but then it had me thinking. Sounds like MJF, and I said. What yeah, happened true. to that? that? Why did MJF stop that? You know what I mean? So because he's doing stuff with with, with Chris, yeah, Christopher. Yeah, that's what he's what he's doing. That's he, what he's up to now. Yeah, he's found his next his next uh, <laughs> program. Um, but uh, yeah, we did get Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory. Yep. Um, you know, evolve. I, right I, I here, was baby. I was uh, this what literally <laughs> where it says evolve history here. Another great long back and forth match uh, matchup where Theory still comes out looking impressive. Yep. Um, I didn't write out everything. Obviously, Gargano wins here with the final beat DDT, but yep, I, I, I sold that, bro. I, I wanna I wanna discuss this, and this is I told you I had a hot take into this episode. The Austin theory theory explained. They they fuck they fucked me, bro. They're getting me to like this guy. Yeah, and, well, and, and and but but the reason why is because they're really smart with what they're doing right now. They're making him look. Like yeah. and, and you would think that they wouldn't do this with a heel. They usually do this with a face. 
They get so close. They get so close. Babyface, babyface, so close. Hope spot, hope spot. Oh, babyface, babyface. Underdog support, you know. But with the heel, this is different. This guy is like, if you notice, every other person he's losing against, he's still gaining respect, low-key. Yeah, because you're used to seeing a heel pick up a winning streak. Yeah. And and still use his matches as showcases for what he can offer and bring to the table. This is the same equation, but the outcome is different where he's losing, but getting more time and getting more out lose. of it to lose. Yeah, yeah, you know? more, it, yeah. More time to lose and more experience points or anything. I, exactly. Like in the long run, they're building him up, which is yeah. it, it. Not everyone could do it. And I think it really takes a special talent like theory because, look, he's yeah, he's, I've already he's, said like what, how I feel about what happened. Yeah. I do know. The story, I don't – I mean, he was cleared, but I think because it came out of the lips of WWE officials, which was shortly, maybe a week after bringing VD back, it seemed like it was in the same realm of you guys aren't taking this seriously, which I can't co-sign. But that aside, personal things aside, Austin Theory is a very gifted athlete. I've always thought so. I thought, you know, when he got called up to Raw, that NXT got robbed because I felt like how did that guy get jumped – you know – he 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 made the jump and didn't even get a, a, a win a title. I mean, like he looks like the same to me. He looks like a wrestler, like Randy Orton, wrestler built from the ground up. Austin Theory looks like a big deal built from the ground and up. Yeah, that, you know that's I mean? someone so, that they they've compared him to on a commentary. They did too yeah, as you're well. Right. But you know, I, I have to say, with me personally, with Austin Theory, I heard about him. I'm not the guy to buy into the hype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's not not like I didn't believe in him. I heard his name. All everywhere. Everyone used to talk about him all the time, and, and so I, when I would see him on NXT being featured, I would watch him, and I'm like, okay, let me just see what he got. Mm. So I, I don't know nothing about his uh, Evolve work. I know he has tremendous work in Evolve because even Paul Heyman went down there and co-signed him. But I have to say, at this point, because even when he got the move to Raw, I was like, what the? F-? You know, what I'm, I, I was kind of mad. Like, you know, yep. I was like, well, uh, why? That's too much too soon for this guy. But then it looked like that disciple role with Seth was going to fit in pretty well with him. Yeah, and I will say that felt like money left on the table too. Yeah, but but I have to say, like the way that they've been able to kind of rebuild him, the way that they they have, and again, we're not we're not in any way, shape, or form, you know, commending him for any of the stuff that you know again that and, that was and, said and about I but I will even say what he's accused of is definitely not nearly as bad as anything It's bad but it's not nearly yeah, a, yeah it, it's something It's bad in in nature if it's true. There yeah, 100%. But I can sit here and say that he's he's got me to buy into him and I'm I dude this is the what the third fourth week in a row I'm watching his matches. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, you guys. And they're putting them in there with people you care about. And that's, 100%. That's the other side of that formula right and, there. And, so. and, you know, they, the one thing they keep saying is like sometimes you go into a match where you lose, but you still win. You come yeah. out still winning. And, and, and I think that, and the fact that he's so young, that's what's important. Yeah. He can still take this beating and take this, this loss record, still look good. Cause he's giving, he's still, like you said, still good 20 minutes pop with these people, bro. Like, yeah. I like, would say at least fifteen. I mean, at least fifteen. From, from, yeah. from Brodus to I, don't, I keep saying Brodus, Bronson, not Brodus. Yeah. From Bronson to uh, who was who was the next week? Was it? Um, I think it might have been Priest, right? He did Adam Cole too, and Cole, and, yeah, and and Finn and Gargano, and it, it's you know or I don't think he went against Finn, but it, it's it's a good look. It's a good look. You know what I mean? They keep talking, like you said. They comment on even though he's losing, look who he's losing against. Look who he's. Uh, 
hanging with. I mean, you know what I mean, I mean, yeah. This week with Gargano, the the Triple Crown, you know, gem of of, yeah. of NXT. So definitely. And again, you know, the the I bet the Evolve history helped with with the chemistry of this match because it was it was a banger. It, yeah, you know, it, it definitely was. Um, after this, we did get a little video package of Tommaso uh, oh, reviewing. Well, before then, we got we had Raquel. Call oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, Rhea I, I, Ripley. I, I, I got it right here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we had Raquel challenging Rhea to a match at Halloween Havoc, but eventually just gets interrupted because Rhea's just like, I. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, if y'all on the same, well, why yeah. are you like, well, you're off of right here. Hey, why are you talking to a camera? I'm right here, mate. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, they brawl in the back before the referees and officials step in to hold them back. Yeah, I they mean, try to brawl. They don't even touch, but yeah. You get that separation, uh, yeah, that whole spot. Basically, it was. So. I mean, I guess they're just gonna keep pushing this forward, but they do. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like they've just been like teasing it too much, where it's like, okay, I don't even know. I want to see it now. You yeah, guys have I'll, been. I will say, holding the carrot in front of us too long, especially when she tagged with Ember last week. It's like, okay, so she's not even checking for <laughs> for Raquel yeah. at all. Like, okay. But uh, um, no, you're right. But after that, we did get this uh, interesting video. Package. Yeah, we had uh, Tommaso reviewing the tape from his match last week against Kushida, where obviously there was the uh, run in from the dream who tried to attack uh, Kushida with the double axe. But uh, apparently, you know, with the cast, by with the, way. the cast. Yes. Very, very important, which I don't know. I mean, I, purple cast, baby. Then again, you know, I'm like, why are they pushing that like like they do with Bob Orton and uh, and like Owen Hart? But never mind. Mm hmm. He don't deserve it, <laughs> but uh, but you know, there's a part where you know they hear commentary like, "Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be Dream when Tommaso finds him," and then he just says he's dead. Yeah, referring to the Dream, and I'm like, that's not one person in the locker room I want to be mad at me. But honestly, though, this is so. I don't know. I don't know if it's smart or not. I just feel like it's gonna make Champa a face because people are like, "Yes, please put him in the ring with the Psycho Killer." Yes, <laughs> you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, that's true. Like, oh, VD's gonna die. What VD's, next week? Okay, I'll, oh, I'll tune in. I bet you there's a lot of people that are like, oh my god, yes, it's happening. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I did like how this is. Uh, it was short and sweet, though. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too much, and you know, it, it you know, it was uh, worth noting that he had his mask in his hand, a little MFD yep. joint, whatever mm-hmm. he likes to call it. But <laughs> uh, we did get the number one contenders match here. NXT went for the NXT Women's Championship. Candice Ray versus Shotzi Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, tremendous match. Love the back and forth between the two, as I'd assume, uh, with both being from you know California natives, that they've at least. Got on to war at least more than once a few times before and i was gonna say i was glad to see shotzi back so fast after that taking that header on yeah, the apron from absolutely the bread against dakota i was thinking week. that too because she had another close call in this match too man <laughs> yeah she did uh, when, when she went for the tope her, her uh she kind of clipped her legs yeah she did to, yeah, yeah that almost like sasha did not too long ago yeah. maybe a year or two um, back and, and honestly if, if they haven't faced each other before their chemistry looked really good in there i think they have probably an evolve i wouldn't be i wouldn't uh doubt it i know shotzi came from I, that I felt system like, so. well yeah because i was but i was also thinking you know because i know shotzi was she did a lot of AWS stuff, and then you know, mm-hmm. uh, Candice doing a lot of like bar wrestling as far as also like PWG too. Yeah, are you talking um, about their style or, 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 or like no, possibly, their experience? Yeah, 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 possibly. You know, crossing paths in, in the past. They're both from Cali. That's what I'm saying. They're both yeah. Cali. That's what I was saying. They're both Cali native, so um, I wouldn't be surprised. But if not, I, I like I said, their chemistry was was really good. Yeah, I think Shotzi's from Uptown, but uh, or like like Northern Cali. Yeah, I believe but, so. I mean. I'm sure they've made their towns. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure that they've been on like a few cars. Or I mean, because AWS is usually they do a majority of like the women's wrestling. Yeah. So I'm sure that if she wasn't booked, she was there to watch. Yeah, or and, something, they, and you AWS know? has had a lot of talent that has gone on to sign with NXT. Or, Absolutely. Or wrestle with like them for Mercedes capacity. Martinez being one of them. Shotzi Blackheart being another. Yeah, I was going to sure. say uh, what's her name, Kimberly. 
at yeah. one point. Yeah, you know, so. absolutely. But, uh, yeah, no, this was a solid match, though. Yeah, Shotzi getting her usual high spots in. Candice being the uh, the aggressive heel, cutting her off, cutting off her opponent, wearing her down. Yeah, like uh, technical vet, basically. Staying on her, you know, yeah, just, uh, you know, a few rest spots. Because she knows if Shotzi gets going that she ain't going to be able to, uh, you know, survive the onslaught of the ball pit. Uh, (laughs) But uh, uh, Shotzi hits uh, (laughs) the Scorpio Sky's old move again. Actually, that's probably the reason why Sean Spears has beef with him. But anyways, Mm. uh, you know, they use... Yeah, that's been part of her moveset for a while, though. Yeah, no, I I just... And Sky, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just made it a point to put it in because I didn't build up on it. Nice. Um, But I digress. Uh, Candice with a big face buster on the apron... Uh, Shotzi goes for the Santon at one point, but Candice with the double knees up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then get a backstabber from Candice on a Shotzi, followed by the springboard moonsault that looked mm. really awkward. Awkward, but she landed all of it. Yeah. Um, they at one point we then we get the cattle mutilation, which they refused to call. Yeah. Wade Barrett, come on, man. You, you no, rec- I you bet rec- you it's because Daniel Bryan. You recruited Daniel Bryan, bro, for for for, for the first you know mm-hmm. the first uh, tier. Don't, <laughs> don't of, you even mention it. <laughs> By the way, Daniel Bryan Max is said to be returning pretty soon. I hope so because his picture was lit, was shown on the draft, and I'm like, no one even, no yeah. one even. Uh, I'm, oh, actually, I think no, SmackDown did pick him up. There you go. Yeah, I was about to say, but yeah, I ain't seen him on TV in a while. Mm. Well, I know um, his second daughter wasn't, or I think uh, Brie was uh, pregnant. pregnant. Oh yeah, they were pregnant yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we did get a huge uh, diving Thez press from the top from Shotzi. Um, she goes uh, for the senton again, but uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. She goes for the senton again. Candice rolls out to the outside of the ring, and then Shotzi is looking to go for the tope, to which Candice kind of du- you know ducks, get out of dodge. Yeah, she's like crawling towards the barricade. Yeah, she she can't you know she's basically she's not in a position for her to even you know get her in the tope, and then then we see Indy Harwell making her presence known and kind of slips uh, Candice the old slapjack. The metal slug. Yeah, <laughs> the metal spears. The brass knucks. Uh-huh. That's the they, the that, manipulated uh, lucha mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and pretty much the, the we gimmick get gimmick Gucci bag. <laughs> See, we, this is what's funny. And then then uh, we get the bare knuckles uh, shot on Shotzi. One, two, three. Number one contender, Candice LeRae. Mm-hmm. But what I love about this is, you know, later we get Regal who's like talking like, oh, yeah, I... You know, he wasn't a fan of it. I'm like, nigga, that's that was your that's your yeah, move. That was your spot. That was your whole spot. Yep. So that, that, I thought that was hilarious. But I'm a man's man. <laughs> but not to jump too far into that, we did get the Tony Storm return that was pretty much uh, you know, promoted to the gills since like what a week and a half even at uh yeah. at, at uh, takeover. Kind but of a better rollout than Ember. Yeah, you know, it was her versus Aaliyah. We did get her a little uh, Robert Stone promo before the match, but it was just yeah. saying and like, I was just you know. yeah, he, he said, you know, he's not having luck finding people that want his services. Suit man Tony, you know, Suit in man NXT. Stone. But he says anybody that doesn't want it, it's their loss because uh the commentary explained that he has supposedly made uh more than one deal with some of the new draft uh picks that you know that that just uh commenced over the weekend and monday so hmm. we'll see if maybe, we see him making maybe the lana jump. maybe lana i don't know i, I mean, mean her so, her and daddy just split up well i think she's got a reservation for another table 
Well, you know what's funny is uh, she got a reservation for a championship match after she took a table. I know. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I felt it, bad, but I I'm like, it pays to take like, the bumps. Thanks for being a team player. Yep. We'll throw you a bone. But uh, we did get Tony Storm winning, of course, with the Storm Zero. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, too, with that Regal thing, that we did get that weird thing where Zia Lee was. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like right after the match. I mean, you didn't let me get it out, but I was going to talk about the cheeks, but it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's in my notes. I got to read these Tony things. Cheeks. But yeah, again, we had Regal. You know, he would make uh, the match official for Halloween Havoc uh, as far as um, Raquel. Uh, what is it? Raquel Gonzalez? Gonzalez. Yeah, Thank trust you. me. I go from Because You Mercedes know what it is? It's, it's because it's... Rhea Ripley is double R, too. Yep. That's why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm tripping. So Raquel versus Rhea. Uh, it's official for Halloween Havoc. Uh, but then he also, you know, kind of confirms that the referee's decision in the number one contenders match that he just watched, you know, with the whole scurry finish with the brass knucks, it's still going to be, you know, it's still going to stand. Though he said he's going to up the stakes, come their championship match at Halloween Havoc. Said he didn't have, he had an idea, but he, you know, he, he, he's keeping it close to the vest, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, then Regal like is a pro- brass knucks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's tell about that. Don't, don't be smudged the NXT brand. <laughs> uh, the Regal then is uh, approached by Zia Lee with a new hairstyle, hair braided back with the uh, reddish dye tips on the end, followed by Boa in full suit, mm-hmm. uh, pleading with Regal for a match next week. He says, He'll consider it. And before she insists yes. that it's really important, I'm like, damn, bitch, you about to get yeah. the partner or something? What's going on? Yeah, for real. It's like, you know, you lost the last three. What, I, I must have a match. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like, yo, did you get a letter from, like, you know, the the what, what, what was uh, the uh, <laughs> I know what you said. I, I, you, you know what I'm talking Yeah, the uh, I can't think of the name. The I, triad. I'm, I'm, the and my, they're like, you, mu- you have brought. Uh, shame, much shame, but yeah, shame yeah. You you must prove yourself, or you'll. That's you know. what I was. I was like, but then you know when you hear some stupid, I was like, man, he must have got hit up by Akira and the, and the Ninja Gang. They were like, nah, fam, <laughs> you, you disrespecting the flag, fam. Staying NXT, they got sharks out here, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, he used to I, have the be- some of the best theme music. I swear. Yeah. No. Anyway. Da, da, da. I mean, it, it was that kill it, Bill it was a kill, Yeah. yeah. Um, we did get a segment and a match, uh, which I will combine in one takeaway. It was uh. Drake Maverick again with Killian Dane. Um, <laughs> apparently trying to show him that uh, uh, fishnets are in right now and mm-hmm. trying to go over uh, tag team attire. Yeah, they got branding. <laughs> yeah. Branding company. The Furry and the Fury. Which one? No, which one am I? Say it. Yeah, I want. Yeah, he was like, I, I want to say it so I can punch you. Yeah, that, 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 like that, he's like, I want to hear you say it so I could just punch you in the mm-hmm. face. It's, exactly. But then he tells him that they got a match with Imperium, which uh, you know he kind of looked that up, shocked everybody. Yeah, that. he he, uh, he looked a little upset with them. He's like, well, we better win. We can't be joking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know these guys are ex NXT tag champions. This could mean something. We get a you know a leg up in this division. If you're really being serious about this damn team and all this damn theme music, we got to win this damn thing. You Seriously. Know? Um, we did get them taking on Imperium, and but I mean, we didn't get the whistle this week. Damn it! No, we didn't get that. <laughs> that shit was we. We couldn't at least gotten the whistle. And he, tr- <laughs> he and he tried to do the strut. Yeah, he the, did. Yeah, I, if it's a far, I don't know what that and, is. And, and for those that may not catch on, uh, obviously last week we had Drake Maverick uh, premiering some new tag team music mm-hmm. that uh, was not uh, in the the favor of a Killian Dane. Not Once in, again, not tell, in his lane whatsoever. <laughs> telling telling the audio guy cut that off. Yeah. Uh, we did get kind of a short match here. Um, one thing I, I I don't really have a whole lot of takeaways. They did work well as a team for a change. You had Killian Dane start the match as opposed to Drake. 
uh, who Killian Dane would normally tag himself in, but they yeah. were actually doing effective tagging here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started seeing a different, you know, uh, dynamic to, to. I love the attempted double shoulder block, and oh, it was all Dane. Yeah, <laughs> he that was yeah. Maverick, like tried but got no contact. He's, he's like, like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I, I, I did my part. It's honest work. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know, we, the one thing I, I, the only other takeaway I have here is we finally have a, and I, I just may be late, uh, a name for. Uh, the finish for Imperium, the what, the Imperial Implosion. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up as well. I'm I thought not it was, mad at that. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Um, you know, power bomb. But it uppercut. was it was Kinda called nice. the European bomb for a while. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah. They were, they, they were like, no, 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 no. Europe, Europe has no bombs. No bombs in Europe. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I wonder if it was like, yeah, we uh, we use it's the same word. branding company as a. Uh, as the, the fury and the fury and and now you know why you got that and we got the we got dibs on the good stuff we got dibs oh, um man. but and then post-match uh we did see who who was it oh it was ever thank you ever rise came out uh martel and um chase i was i don't know why i was gonna call I, him rougeau why am i, I gonna call him rougeau i mean you think about french canadians all yeah the time. I, yeah that's that's just what it is but uh they look like they were picking on uh drake well they were they were picking on drake maverick looked like they were gonna you're a bit twerp you're a doofus they're gonna jump him you know uh, where's dane where's killian now uh but then killian you know he shows him where he's at and then uh yeah it hits a pretty stiff double clothesline yeah. I, like, I like the way he was like oh and, <laughs> he's and, like you want it here i am that's one thing, dude. He always is guttural when he when he, yeah. every time. That's one thing I always notice about him. And I don't his, know why. And his eyes are. He's good at using his eyes. Yeah, he, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But we did get the quote of the night, I guess, where he says, "Quote: Nobody hits him but me." Yep. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then right when the music starts again, he's, he grabs him like, "No, dude, get in the back. Yeah, We're not I doing this." I honestly thought because even Stu was like, "Then hit him." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he, he's he's not a fan of this process at all. It's his forced friendship, yeah. upon him. He's not a fan, but uh, um, yeah, no, man. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you take this last one, man. Yeah, we did have this main event, the rock star, the uh, archer infamy, of course, Damian Priest defending that, uh, and he's been defending it very consistently. Yeah, that NXT North American title against <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just wrote down very notable spots, man. Uh, really cool rope walk crossbody by uh, Damian Priest early on. We do get the Thez press from Loomis as well. Um, and we do see uh, Priest attack Loomis's ankle like he, he kicks his ankle and then he 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 does sell it shortly and then just kind of bucks up. And then hits like a really stiff like throat thrust like like how dare you even go after my leg? like it was a pretty like you know how visually. long to put me on the shelf fam definitely man but I, uh there there was or I may be going too quickly I was gonna say I know there was a huge spine buster spot yeah I was just gonna get I mean we do we saw the broken arrow you know that falcon arrow yeah. it's uh, like variant a, it's that, like a uh, toss throw like yeah a, it's, yeah he, and <laughs> what happens is he he sets him up for the south of heaven. Um, but he's able to counter That's, that yeah. with the spine buster. Loomis, I was going to say, uh, he does lock in the silence briefly, but he does fight it off, and he hits that elevated flatliner. Priest does, I should say, and uh, he actually locks in an ankle lock. Yeah, um, you know, still going after the uh, the the ankle. Now the next spot, I thought we were going to get our wish, Quincy Jones. <laughs> he does pick him up, and Dexter's kind of a big guy, but not as big as as Dexter though. Or not say Dexter as Damien though. I will have we comment on how Damien seems to get be getting leaner on a week to week basis. But I digress. He does pick him up for a razor's edge, uh, but he's able to roll out of it, kind of get like this like arm drag going. And he hits him with a uh, pretty good back suplex. Uh, he goes for that senton off the top. Does uh, he does miss, but he's able to lock in the silence. 
Uh, Priest does get to the ropes, though, and uh, at this point they're kind of out in the, you know, on the ringside. He's able to get Priest back in the ring, and just as Dexter goes on the apron, uh, the ref, his back is turned checking on Priest from, you know, I guess from, from the, the, uh, the, the submission, I guess. And uh, I guess to see if he's still conscious. I don't yeah. Know. And who there who coming straight from the moon <laughs> teleported out of nowhere. Mr. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He's on the apron, hits a cave stomp from nowhere to Loomis. This uh, is the second week in a row. Too. Yeah. And uh, jumps off, but make sure not to leave his hat behind. Doesn't want to leave a shred of evidence that, that no, he was that, ever that was, on the scene. It was it was a small detail, but smart. Yeah, I would say this is uh, a true criminal doesn't doesn't get caught. Exact. Thank you, sir. I guess thank you're you. only a criminal if you get caught. Definitely. And uh, yeah, so um, he hits the, you know the cave and stomp on the apron, the hardest part of the ring. Uh, and of course, once he's get back to his, or he gets he gets back to his feet, Priest hits him with the South of the Heaven for the win. Uh, he does definitive, definitively defend that uh, North American title again, looking great. And, you know, he keeps racking up these wins with these title defenses. You know, uh, after the match, um, you see, I believe Grimes enters. Uh, trying to to mouth off to Dexter, and uh, he gets hit with a reckoning. Yeah, because because yeah, yeah, Priest was unaware of of, of definitely, the, uh, and I'm sure he didn't like that the tower went down. But he does hit him with a reckoning and tells him to stay of, stay out of his business. Which um, you know, that, that seems to be a lot of that going. Last week he's calling him a freak. Was named Dexter, but you know, I digress. Um, but yeah, man, and basically he grabs a cameraman. He's pumped from his win. He's hey, hey, come follow me. I'm about to do something cool, basically. <laughs> and he turns his back to, I guess, do the whole uh, arrow taunt, and he gets <laughs> nailed in the back yeah. uh, with a chair by Garner Gar- Johnny Gargano, who, uh, you know, like you said, won the number one contendership earlier in the night. Uh, and he hits what I can only call a Van Daminator style um, super kick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basement super kick with the chair. Uh, leaves him laying in a. Then you see Candace come out and join him on stage, like proud of their handiwork. Regal now enters uh, and says that their matches War games. are gonna. <laughs> you imagine, I was thinking that like your matches are gonna have higher stakes and all that, and you imagine War Games. Man. Uh, I mean, it's coming uh, up in November, so yeah. definitely. But uh, he, he then hands it over to the host of Halloween Havoc, yes, Shotzi Blackheart, who's across the way, and she unveils that their matches will be determined under. Rules of spin the wheel, make a deal. Uh, seemingly a throwback or a revival of the raw roulette. I, w- I would say. Well, I mean, I remember at the old Halloween Havocs, they had that too. They had the the old wheel on WCW. Oh, that's very. Oh, you, you know what? You're right. Because I right. definitely remember uh, Kevin Sullivan spinning that thing a few times. And that spin the wheel, make a deal was like the the catchphrase for that. I remember as well. So yeah, so that that will make it interesting because obviously Halloween Havoc coming up is going to be a tv event and so i always worry that sometimes the great american bashes and the in your houses is well in your house was an actual deal but even that not much monumental stuff happened you know so i always get worried when they bring back the moniker gimmicked events and i feel like it's kind of just pimped out for for that gimmick and then we don't really get any advancement in storylines etc so but um yeah no to your credit man not a bad episode of uh nxt i'm glad damian priest is getting more main event spots uh you know yeah absolutely i mean and, and even though we, we still are like kind of on the fence about uh ashanti it, it was i think it was a good thing to show their confidence in him as well as someone like jake Alice because yeah. obviously we didn't know where, where he was going post the uh 
uh, Tommaso stuff. So yep. um, we definitely see what the direction is now, which is, you know, hey, I'm not mad. if he, He's working with some good people, you know, yeah. sw- and, and Swerve and Santos Escobar, as well as, you know, Roman, all those guys, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, if it means he's going to be rubbing shoulders with those guys and, and you know, doing some great, great work with them, I'm, I'm definitely happy for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And I will say, uh, again, you know, some of the stuff I liked, uh, uh, maybe some – sign of separation between the Brit and brawlers who knows um i mean that that, that was well done i mean yeah that's we did. what they're teasing uh um, we also got two uh we solidified two uh, uh number of contenders as well yeah going right. going into halloween havoc so yeah and those matches uh, i was gonna say those got uh locked in too right you said the uh the title match with candace and uh eo the rematch right and then of course we got uh those are the only matches i think that have been signed so far Right is is that one, and then the uh, who is it? Uh, Rhea and Raquel. There you go. So we'll see how it shapes up in two weeks. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume that that tag match would probably get added at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, the other thing I, I mean, noticed too yeah. was uh, you noticed Tony Storm's. Mu- well, I don't know if you know her music, but that was not her regular music. So I felt like that was a CFO thing. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, same thing with Ember Moon. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then also recently, Alistair Black has different music as well. Yeah, and I hear he's convincing people to. Hey, just just let it sit. It's gonna grow on you, and it's like, nah, I'm cool, man. It's, I think it's the same band, though. That's why. Oh, okay, we'll see. It's, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's it's too bad to be honest. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the wars of the week, man. Yeah, Wednesday night, baby. Wednesday night, man. Um, I just want to say once again, thank you guys for listening to us, taking time out to support us as you usually do. You guys, go ahead and follow us on social media everywhere. Uh, that is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is Quincy Jones Show on Facebook and at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter as well. And I just got to announce that uh, along with Spotify, uh, along with YouTube, along with uh, uh, Amazon, along with SoundCloud, everywhere you go to get your taste of the Quincy Jones Show, anywhere you go to download this podcast, you can also add another one to that list. We are officially on the True 100 Radio Network as well. Let's go. Uh, shout out to Jamal and everybody doing good work at True 100 DJ Radio. Boston. Um, and I definitely appreciate uh, you guys for including us. Thinking of us in this, uh, you know, this whole scenario you guys got going. It's the start of a new thing. Uh, definitely excited. And again, if you guys uh, go ahead and support us, check us out everywhere you get podcasts. And once mm-hmm. again, also True One Hundred Radio as well. Don't forget to follow uh, Storyline Tease, Storyline Tease uh, underscore LLC, as well as hit us with any. Uh, I don't know. You guys want to want to be a guest on the show? You know, maybe you want to be a guest on the Flow Show. I don't know. I mean. We, we got some things popping, some things in the works. Just hit us up, man. The Quincy we Jones cooking, Show baby. We at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, man, uh, on that note, make sure you go and get Doc's music because he's putting it out for you and y'all are sleeping on it. Yo, real talk, man. I got to announce. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it so you guys could uh, be a stickler and uh, make sure that I get it done. Next month, dropping finally the EP I've been talking about for months. This is awesome. It's a seven song, seven track EP produced entirely by Awesome Beats. Check that. And uh, you guys already know, you can check some of the singles from that, which are already available at all the places I tell you about every single week. You already know what it is. Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid. I tell you this, in the worlds of wrestling and hip hop. So go ahead and do as I tell you every week. Spotify. Go to YouTube even. Go to Amazon. Google Play. Go to Apple Music. Go to iTunes. Go to Tidal. Go to Pandora. Go to every single platform you go to to find 
your favorite artists and stream your favorite music because I guarantee you D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R is going to be in there. Five-star bars, baby. And go ahead, while you're at it, follow me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc underscore KJS pod on Instagram. And go ahead and follow us, the duo, the best damn tag team there ever was, whoa, the world's whoa. greatest tag team. Bye. And hopefully we'll have something to prove that with in a uh, audio Oh, we, we, a we, we got something to cook in now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Follow us at, at Tower Gang. And, of course, find me Facebook and uh, I believe it's Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. Barely on there. But interact with your boy. On that note, Quincy, I got three words for you. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.